Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy, I like playing games, I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need, because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like I want to, I want to get a pair myself. Like I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to Be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're they're twenty five bucks, and uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Hey, guys, Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now, listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently. and the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that. But what they also do is make great apparel that's uh, made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than, than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time. If my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse, let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish looking guy. But his golf game is on point. Little do they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG. Grip it and wear it. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? 
a fistful of dullard. <laughs> Don't thaw the ice. Cocaine. Then you got the yellows. Here come the yellows. <laughs> Look, I'm not the best gay. 12 years in, baby. Lucy and Goosey. It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody, indeed. Yes, welcome to the program. Boy, coming in hot. Yeah. That was a little closer than I yeah, thought. Yeah, we were messing around with the levels. Yeah, mess around. Huh? You mess around. You gotta mess around. What song? That, that, that shop around, but mess around is a song, too. What is that song? Mess around. You gotta mess around. No, nope, nope. That's again that shop around. <laughs> oh. Mess around. Mess around, mess around. I mess around, I mess around. Mess around. All right. I get bug driving up and down the same old street. Mm, I gotta it, mess Nick. around with a new feet. <laughs> the song suck. Uh, Gary, look up Mess Around song. There is a song titled Mess Around. Yeah, what is that? It, it, it's I, like a like a Motown or something. Yeah, it's it not. is, right? It's good, right? It's it's got got you nice. guys aren't talking about hump, and, hump Around, right? Hump no, around. I can tell you. I'm oh, not the Ray Bobby Brown hit. What's that? Ray Charles? Yeah, play a little bit of that. It's coming up. Three, two, one. Skip ad. Okay. <laughs> How did he find those keys? <laughs> yeah, this is it. This is like a classic blues. Yeah, this is old-fashioned, man. Well, he started out. He's done a lot of old-fashioned stuff. Really? <laughs> Yeah, this was it. This is what I was thinking of. Thank you, Karen. Thank you for. Thank God. It, now I'm not going to have that weighing on my head for yeah. hours. That was exactly it, too. Fantastic. I don't know who the 677 people are that thumbs down this video. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's the video? Just it's a just picture a of the record? Picture of the of the, uh, the definitive Ray Charles. Wow. Thumbs down. So they're th- they're they're not even talking about the imagery. They're just saying this song is a thumbs down. I or are they mad that it's not a video? Is it is it uh, one of those? No, there's no. Are they but mad you're right. that someone uploaded it illegally and they're uh, that that Mr. Charles didn't get his due? Although the algorithm will take care of it. Don't worry. Oh, the algorithm's going to get you. <laughs> Do not. Uh-huh. Five and a half million views. How many? Five and a half million. Five and a half million views, and but six hundred and seventy-seven of those views, thumbs down. Yes. No, thank you, Mr. Charles. <laughs> Luckily, Ray can't see those thumbs. Yeah. So that's good news. Nobody's going to uh, read well, those to him. Well, of course, he's dead. Don't you think in heaven he regained his sight? I think so. I think yeah. we all do. I think everything goes back to perfect when you get up there. <laughs> yeah, I would hope so. Right? You know, God, God levels everything out. That's yeah. the beauty. It's like the uh, it's like the luggage uh, return at the, at the airport. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody first class and uh, economy yeah it all she goes into one you're all you're all just standing next to each other right Mm -hmm. the filth is mingling with the elite (laughs) right what if there's a business class and they get all three in there trying to vie for so but if you're really wealthy then you probably just go to the car and then the driver takes care of the luggage i would hope i'll tell you what i do yes i just carry on (laughs) it seems to yeah uh that seems to ha, 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 uh, 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 take care of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so while we were uh, while we were away, I got a, a piece of mail at my house. Oh, I got a piece of mail at my house. I don't know if this. It's not. It's not here. Is it right. Here? Well, it is here. I brought it. It's a okay. piece of mail to okay. my house. Hmm. Uh, Someone has your home address. Yeah. So somebody 
ship so, this. So, so, it's from, so from Garen? So here's what happened. So I don't even yeah, have his own address. No, Garen would just drop it off unannounced, <laughs> un, uninvited. Uh, this is, a, you'll see there, there's a share of Coke. Uh, this is just a box. Um, a little packaging, they call this. Uh-huh. Uh, so th- what's inside is not what's on the outside. Here's what happened. Okay. okay so so somebody, uh, some newscaster from somewhere mm-hmm. uh, tweeted out, if you could have on limit to what 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 food or drink or something could you would you have if you could get a lifetime supply what would it be mm-hmm. and i think maybe richter retweeted it or something and and i said uh coke zero um and i will send you my address to this news reporter mm-hmm. coke zero i'll send you my address so that uh, <laughs> I, I i see this is a binding contract or something like that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then coca-cola weighs in oh my god and says uh actually jimmy you'd have a better chance of uh, giving us your information than that guy what and then i responded to coke i said uh i said no offense coca-cola i was talking to coke zero <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, I want to make sure this isn't fishy. And he said, uh, and then Coca-Cola came back and said, again, if you, you're better off sending us your information, yeah. it'll get to the right place. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't think anything else about it. Okay. So then over the uh, weekend, we got a, uh, I got a, a, a uh, apparently the start of a uh, lifetime supply. What? You think it's really going to be a lifetime supply? No, no, the guy wrote me and said, it's okay. not going to be a lifetime, but I'm going to send you something that I think you might enjoy. That's really cool. So here's what we got. We got uh, got some coca. Hold this on, there's someone at the door. Uh oh, someone at the door. This is a very early guest. Jesus Christ, is it Pepsi? Karen, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if it's an early guest, tell him to go to the coffee shop, please. It's Michael it's, J. Fox. It's way too early. Or uh, Michael Jackson. These are uh, mm-hmm. anybody that does. Uh, Pepsi, of course, Michael's he, dead. He, but he regained his natural hair when he got to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> you think he regained his natural skin color as well? Because you know, remember he was dying it there for a little while. Yeah, I think it'd but, be your choice. I would imagine. But I feel bad about that. About we all kind of mock, not all, but you know, he was mocked for that, and then it turned out he had alopecia or something. He did have alopecia, but but he also admitted that he wanted to look more like Diana Ross. He wanted to match her uh, her tone. But I I just assumed that he was trying to make it all. Even yeah. I think that's the Sammy Sosa thing, right? Didn't Sa- Sammy has bleached his face, oh, and I really? believe that's also to make it all even. Hmm. And sadly, I don't think that. Uh, yeah, I don't think it works the way they want it to. Much the same way uh, uh, when you do that one too many uh, facial yeah. reconstruction. Right. If, if like you're, no, there's no turning back. Is mm-hmm. that? Oh, way too early. Jesus Christ! Thirty-five minutes early. What's that? <laughs> You told her. You told her to beat feet. You told her to beat feet. Yeah, beat feet. Yeah, scram. Hit the brakes. Um, so, all right. So here's what happened. Let's, let's cover this yeah, yeah. quickly. So then, uh, you'll see. They sent me uh, my personalized. Whoa! Little Coke Zeros. Hey. That is crazy. And so this is why when you said, "What do you want?" Uh, I locked up. This yeah. one's icy cold. Oh. So I'm going to enjoy this. Yeah. Uh, so I thank Coke Zero. Why do I love that bottle? For sending me a personalized eight ounce. Uh, it's a glass bottle? Glass bottle, that's exactly right. That's very nice. Uh, delicious uh, Coke Zeros. And then there's also uh, one here with uh, my full name on it. There we go, Jimmy Pardo. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that is crazy. The full, uh, the full gamut. And then uh, it appears that uh, they may or may not be a fan of the podcast. Never Not Funny oh, wow. is on wow. one of the bottles. That is really that's cool. That's pretty awesome. And then uh, Matt's got one. Whoa. Take a look at Matt. Hey. I, th- I thought it would maybe be Danielle, Oliver, right? Sure. Matt's got one. Elliot's got one. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's very cool. I feel like you're leading up to something. And then Garen. No. Oh. Wow. Okay. That is a one of a kind. I was yeah. hoping it was going to say Gannon. <laughs> <laughs> I was, 
Gavin. But the, the crazy part about this is that obviously this uh, whoever is running their social media is a fan of Never Not Funny. That's really cool. Uh, and or they at least uh, did some research. Did some research. Went to the extra mile to do some research. So we have those for display. They are not a sponsor. Yeah. And uh, I thought that was really cool. That's really cool. So we thank Coke Zero. Yeah. And not Coca-Cola, even though they were the guy that made this happen. <laughs> uh, 100 calories per bottle. Oh, that's for a regular Coca-Cola. This is a uh, Coke Zero where there is zero. It's right in the name. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's what happens when Coke does it. They have to go over to the factory next door. Right. And get the, but they only have Coke boxes in their, in, their, right. in their office. Now, do any of our crazy tools have a can opener on them? Any of our yeah, bottle? I think the, uh, Does our uh, the Never Not Funny uh, the multi-tool, multi-tool must, must have, have it, right? Can opener of some sort? Let's find out. You could pop that off on the top of the, right there on the table. It's not an animal. Could you do that? Mm-hmm. You're serious. You could do that. Mm-hmm. It does have one, though. Here we go. Oh, it, it has one, Garen, so we don't have to... Well, part, no, don't don't screw the fun up. Part of me, yeah, right. You know what? Part of me does want to see you. You I, think you think you could do it on, on that this table? No. Yeah, you just it's gonna break the, the table. No, it's gonna break the table. Give it a little. It, Maybe it, you could do it on that. Do it on, do it on that metal cabinet. thing. It'll give a tooth. It's kind of like the the, the, the sword the, the, the sword bottle thing. It'll give a tooth. Yeah, yeah. What, it'll it? it'll it's like it's like somebody will have bit the table. It oh yeah, it'll, it'll table. give a little bit of a nudge. It'll definitely uh, give a tooth. It, it, we all know that phrase. <laughs> I don't know why you guys <laughs> were so confused by what he said. I'm just gonna use this, Garrett. I hope that's okay. I know you want to use. Look, as long as we all agree, I can do it. <laughs> I'm not agreeing with that. No, no one agreed. <laughs> we all mocked you. And hey, then, God, you, we may have to have you do that. What the heck? That is a can opener, right, or a bottle opener? What the fuck? All right, this is dangerous now. This is like Bangkok. <laughs> that's, maybe that's just not a very well-designed bottle well, opener. It's got no... Uh, oh, here, I got it. I got it. I got it. Yeah, I got it. There, there we go. There we go. It's the kind of thing we don't have to do anymore. And back in the old days, this was a common... Wait, that's McDonald's. Not a sponsor. <laughs> yep. Not a sponsor. <laughs> yeah, that was McDonald's. They're, Although McDonald's does use Coca-Cola they products. Are very, yeah, they were, clo- they were closely partnered. They are also not a uh, sponsor of McDonald's or Coca-Cola. No. Be nice to have Coca-Cola as a sponsor. Oh, yeah, it's they're, good, they're leaving money on the table. It's a good sponsor. Where, where did that top go? Uh, it went flying. Coca-Cola presents the Pop Culture Beast Info Desk. <laughs> that would be very nice. Wouldn't it be Pop Culture Beast Info Desk brought to you by Coca-Cola? Either way. Yeah, whatever. Like, uh, I think he might be right that the, uh, you, they, want, it, they would want top billing. If they're dropping dough, I guess, yeah. That said, it rolls off the, uh, the Pop Culture Beast sponsored by Coca-Cola. Sounds much better than... Yeah. And let's head over there. Uh, Gary and Cockrell sitting behind the Coca-Cola Presents. Or just the Coca-Cola Pop Culture... The oh, Coca-Cola pop culture we, info. That's, that's hard to say. The Coca-Cola info desk is probably what it becomes. The Coca. Oh yeah, pop yeah. culture is out. Pop culture beast. Sorry, culture beast. Sorry, beast. Sorry, beast. Fair enough. You've been you've been caged. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Jared. Your podcast. Uh, your your, uh, your website's not going to get plugged anymore. It's all Coca-Cola from here on out. Well, I do thank you, whoever that is. I thank you, sir. Or lady, ma'am. Yeah. Kind lady, kind no, man. They didn't reveal themselves. Uh, they did not. No, no. So you just DM'd your address to them. I DM'd. Or you, or you tweeted about Directly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I publicly put my idea. I DM'd them uh, right to Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. And they went right to Coca-Cola, uh, Coke Zero, as promised. Because, mm-hmm. I th- again, I thought there were shenanigans. I heard they're roommates. So. You think Coca-Cola's roommates were Coke Zero? Yeah. There's no way Coca-Cola wants a roommate. Top bunk, bottom bunk. That's, what they, that's how they do it. Well, Coke Zero's up top because they're lighter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Sure. They don't have all that... Uh, I had my bad mouthing a potential sponsor. They're not sponsoring. <laughs> they're, sending, they're sending you trinkets. They're sending you gag bottles, you idiot. They're not sponsoring. Asshole. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. Luke was also in here, though. Oh, Stallone. Oh, yeah. How'd you get in such a small bottle? Yeah, listen, uh, don't work it out. I trimmed down. I'm doing oh, fa- wow. I, fasting. I'm doing 16-8. Oh, okay. A little bit of a lisp there. 
Yeah, it's the uh, yeah the bottle too is giving that a uh, little bit of a list. You hear it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm also in water, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I've also tried to just keep. I'm treading. I've never treaded. Uh, tread, I'm treading water down here. My, he is my much smaller than before. My, my because, ca- yeah, he's my calves around. are on fire. Oh god. Well, that's a good workout. Is that part of the fast? This part of that. Yeah, I'm doing sixteen eight. I don't know what that is. You uh, keep saying 16 it. Sixteen is uh, you. You don't eat for sixteen hours. And you eat for four, uh, for eight. You decide what eight you want to eat. That's uh. That's not really fasting. That's just living. That's the new fad. <laughs> yeah, I, but I, I'm I'm still kind of confused by it. Like, I guess it's different than. I guess so. If you or, if you eat breakfast at ten in the morning, then you may have a lunch, then and you then, can, then you can go to what seven or is that six six p.m. dinner, or you eat dinner at five thirty, and then you're done. So yeah. they count sleeping in those hours. Yeah, that's what they say. Most people do is they count the the sleeping hours. So I mean, really, you're just kind of whacking off. End of, end of sentence. Yeah, you're just kind of whacking <laughs> off. You're, uh, you're just kind of whacking off two hours, really, because, uh, you know, you're, maybe you're not yeah, but having you, a 7 p.m. dessert or something. Do I don't know. sneaky snack? I mean. You're not allowed to. No, I'm, I'm saying, a, but normally. Do I? Do you oh, absolutely. have a little something like. R- right around 7.30. 8, yeah. Right, 7.30 or 8. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, uh, but, I mean, if you. If you that so, doesn't prevent you from eating right before you go to sleep if you if that's when you decide the end of the eight hours is. True. No, but if you go, if you want to go from 2p to 10p. That's crazy, yeah. though. That, but that means you don't eat in the morning. That means you I don't eat. I kind of already do that. Honestly. Aren't you fucking special? <laughs> no, I'm not. It's just that I, I just forget to make breakfast or I don't make breakfast. I get and it. I, and I don't. End also, up eating don't wake too. up that early unless you yeah, need to. That's true. I think I could. I because I, I, I was listen. I'm not doing this. Yeah. But uh, when I was looking at those hours, uh, it's like theoretically ten to six mm-hmm. could work. Noon to eight seems better, but then you got to wait till noon to eat, and then you're giving up breakfast, which I've been told for my whole life is the most important meal of the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks, Donahue. You know, I mean, <laughs> it's Todd Glass doing Phil Donahue. Yeah. Uh, I, no, I agree. I think, I, I mean, it, it kind of just makes sense. If you've been asleep for eight to eight hours and you wake up, you're probably going to be hungry. That's the longest stretch. So you want to eat then. But then you're done. Theoretically, if you start at eight, you're done at four. Mm-hmm. You want to be done eating at four in the no, afternoon? No, no, I'm just saying have a late breakfast because you can make. I can usually make it till ten. I can wait. I can wait two hours after yeah. I wake up. But that's kind of inconvenient for certain schedules. Yeah, like most people are at work by ten. And I also don't want to be done at six. No, I don't either. I kind of like a well, yeah, a little snicky. Elise doesn't get home from work until like six forty-five, so we have dinner. You're eating at seven. At seven. Yeah, so now I got to just skip breakfast and have like breakfast for lunch, and then do to basically do twelve to eight. Yeah. You're not doing it, and then have like a four o'clock lunch. That's weird. The whole thing, the whole thing is weird. I, although the people that do it say that they have never felt better than ever. And of course, I think I think if you're a single person or if you are maybe a retiree, mm-hmm. I think you could do it. But I think if you're you know married with a family, mm-hmm. uh, I think that's a hard schedule mm-hmm. and and uh, to, to stay on. Especially, mm-hmm. could you imagine like if you did that and at seven o'clock at least and the kids are eating and you're I'm no, just sitting there. I was done at six. Hey guys, yeah. <laughs> Is that good? How's your days, guys? How's that lasagna? Your, your face is just dying. It'd be horrible. It'd yeah. be horrible. Anyway, uh, Stallone's on that, from what I heard. Stallone about well, him. Can't I speak. mean, that's interesting. He's been he spent his whole life being bulked up, so it's interesting that he's... Listen, I'm getting a little bit older, and uh, I'm just trying to get... Uh, trying to go lean. Yeah, trying to get lean. It's going to be interesting with that. He has a... Gi- you, you have a gigantic head. No offense. But you're not a tall man, and you have a gigantic yeah, head. Yeah, I got a nugget. So... I, I, you ever see me in a hat? Uh, no, I just, can't. Just like imagine. a beanie. I can wear a beanie because I think yeah. it's stretch, but like a, a regular hat, like a ball cap or a Stetson. 
What a like a follow be- up. Stetson hat. <laughs> yeah, Stetson makes hats. Yeah. All right, very good. A beanie like the size of his head. He must have to use like uh, like a mini skirt as a beanie. Yeah, I use a little mini skirt up there. <laughs> Just wrap it around. I don't know why. Why do I keep acting like you're not here? I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm right here. You're talking to me like I'm right here. And you're being well, you're, you've gotten so small, I can barely see you. So yeah, it's like you're not even here. Again, you've never seen stronger calves. Okay, well that I, I can't are, see them because they're under the water or, say or the Coca-Cola. Yeah, on fire. My calves are on fire. Yeah. Right, do you I, mean they're great? Like they're lit? Yeah, they're lit AF. Do I mean that they're they're like a documentary about a festival? Oh, okay, now, wait a minute. I do want to talk about that. Have you seen that, Stallone? Oh yeah, I saw it. What's this now? This is the theme song. Oh, what are you doing? Should I put my headphones on? <laughs> uh, no, don't, don't. You're in ele- your water. The electricity is not. Oh, I got wireless headphones down here. Okay. Yeah. So. I'm like that uh, shape of water. I got to listen to music. So you've got the headphones that work for swimming? Yeah. It's like got waterproof. Yeah, I got those in there. I got those from my buddy, uh, at, uh, Mark Spitz. Mm-hmm. Mark and I, uh, we go to the uh, LA Fitness and we do laps. That's another guy who's got great calves. And big ass. You ever see his ass? <laughs> well, that's oh. how he powered his way through that oh, water. Christ, he's got a caboose. <laughs> <laughs> Almost as big as your head, I yeah, would say. Yeah, it displaces the water. Yep. Okay, so you did you see both documentaries? I saw both, and then I, I saw a tweet from Jimmy Pardo that he just uh, locked picture on his. Okay. So I'm looking forward to seeing the third one. Uh, that, that's just going to be a documentary I, I, about a guy who's who watches both the documentaries. Watches nothing but documentaries. <laughs> uh, you, guys, uh, you guys cool if I take off? Yeah, because I'd actually want to talk to Jimmy about the all documentaries right. more than I want to talk to you. Uh, all right, over and out. <laughs> Uh, I watched both. All right. I watched the Hulu one, Fire uh, Fire Fraud, on your recommendation. And then when I was done, I watched the trailer for the Netflix one. And I was like, I don't feel like I need to watch a second one. You're wrong. Really? You're wrong. And I'm going to tell you something. Oh, my God. If Amazon Prime had a third, I would have watched (laughs) that one. Holy shit. Well, okay. They both cover. They cover the same. There's some overlap. Yeah. But they cover one. Dana Schwartz from Entertainment Weekly kind of said it best. Hulu covers Billy's. Billy McFarland's. It's really the story of his. Of him. Yeah. The and then the other one shows kind of the Lord of the Flies. Okay. More about the. Yeah. Because yeah. they do kind of skimp on the the events of that weekend. Yeah. Other than just showing stuff that we all kind of saw on social media at the time. Right. Like footage of them trying to get on the plane. And, and, the, I, and But I think that's the footage that's out there. Like that's, right. that's all that's available. Which is what. So I'm, I'm assuming that other documentary. That other one. And, and in fact, it has some of the exact same footage. But then right. it's also got some other. There's one. There's a guy in the Netflix one, just like a, a human being, mm-hmm. that is, he, 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 like somebody tweeted out a picture of the four most hated people on the planet. It was Trump, and um, other Hitler, mm-hmm. uh, somebody else, and this guy. Wow. He's just a, a guy who was he was a concert goer, mm-hmm. and but he says the, I'm not going to tell you what it is. Okay. Says the most ridiculous thing in the world, and he's like, oh, you're you're just an asshole. Hmm. You're just a rich asshole. Wow. Okay. You, you have to watch it. All right. I, I mean, like coming right off of the first one, I was like, I think I've got it. But you do and you, you but do I, but and you my, don't. My first thought was, I have to ask Jimmy because I knew you were going to watch the other one. Yeah. I was like, that'll be how I determine. I was really hoping you would say, yeah, you don't need to watch it. Nope. But now again, I, if, if they had one, if Crackle had one, <laughs> if anybody, I would, I, I would be watching all of them. Yeah. It, it, it made the the Hulu one made me anxious because it's just so. It's just such a frustrating thing of like. Were you frustrated because you heard the word influencer more than you ever heard it in your entire life? That is certainly part of it. And did you like any of those people? Fuck all of you. No. You know, as an influencer, shut up. You know, we got the best influencers. Influencers, shut up. But I, but I like that the documentary made them all look stupid. Like that was enjoyable. (laughs) But, but mostly just watching a guy continually doubling down on a on a con job is just so frustrating. It's just like ugh. 
stop it like and 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 then his his inf- his interview in that documentary is completely unsatisfying like they might as well have not interviewed him because he doesn't give you anything oh i don't know if i agree with that i i i I like that you did see him. You see him squirm. You see him squirm. Yeah. You see him going, I really fucked up here. Yeah. But then yet he still has to be the the Brett. uh, Fuck, why can't I pull his name? Brett Kavanaugh. He's got to be the Brett Kavanaugh, rich white dude. Mm -hmm. And uh, him and those fucking cigars. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, 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 The worst. Enough. And I felt the same way. This is all about the R. Kelly thing. Mm -hmm. The R. Kelly documentary, which, you know, he's a monster. Mm -hmm. Him and his cigars. Put the. (laughs) God damn it. I hate hate that as much as I hate what you've done, you animal. (laughs) A horrible human being. <laughs> yeah. Worst. So, did the other documentary talk to Ja Rule? No, of course not. Okay, I didn't know because because no, he, other... he started a new company though. Yes, and basically the fire. He which basically... they mention at the end of the, of yeah. the fire fraud. Yeah, uh, they do not. No, Ja's he's off. But the, the on the in the fire fraud, they show him on that podcast or whatever it is where he's getting drunk and he's he's like kind of like it was all my idea. Which is a crazy, it's a crazy thing to say. <laughs> Which is, one has to wonder why uh, he is not. Uh, been, yeah. uh, maybe he will be. I'll, I'll go as far as to say Kylie Jenner should be held accountable. I think you know, it, it, or whichever people are saying she Jenner should donate that, donate that money to all the staff that did not get paid. That's a good idea. She got two hundred fifty thousand dollars for putting out a tweet yeah. as an influencer. Right. She could two hundred fifty thousand dollars means nothing to her. Mm-hmm. So if she was to be a decent human being, right. take that money, pay all those people that got right. screwed over by this guy. She a she's the hero. B it's a write off. But she could have just done it then. The those the the week after it happened, that right. could have happened. But if it happens now, it's like oh, so the pressure of people's reactions. She to may not have been. In fairness to her, she may not be aware of it. Uh, you know, well, you, you don't know every in and out of. But it, that's true. But everybody saw that fucking cheese sandwich. That's <laughs> like, true. Looked delicious. <laughs> yeah, I, I ordered one Look. online. I was like, "Can you ship that to me? <laughs> I don't need to see the festival. I don't need to attend. I just want that sandwich." Did you two not see this thing? You guys I are it uncomfortably yet. quiet during this. <laughs> I've I've never been more comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that they refuse to, to, to say anything about it. Yeah, it's. I've, uh, see, I've seen the, the little banner on Hulu, and that's it. Oh, you got to watch it. These are good docs. It's worth, right. yeah, it's worth watching. It's, uh, but I, like I said, it made me like uncomfortable because yeah. at a certain point you're just like, oh, this is such a bad. It's just, it's like, it's like, it's watching a, a car crash in slow motion. You just like everything that's happening. You're like, how did they ever think this was going to work? I, I don't know if they did, but I, you know, what, some I, of them seem to think that they could pull it off. Well, that's true. That's it's true. And, and wait till you see the next one. There's some <laughs> craziness in that one. All right. Uh, there is part of me, and I admit this is the still the poor kid from hometown Illinois who you know was from the other side of the tracks mm-hmm. and watching rich white people fail. Oh, at the time, that's that's why it was so enjoyable when it happened on on social media. It was like it was the perfect, especially because it was a few months after Trump took office. Right. It felt like a an allegory. Like this is what dumb people with no skill set who are just have money handed to them. Like, finally, here's the comeuppance. And it was, like, very satisfying. But watching the documentary, I was like, now I just feel bad for feeling that way because a lot of people got hurt. Like, a lot of people, not the uh, attendees necessarily, although some of them may have, 
but the people who didn't get paid, who, right, of course. who were working their fucking asses Agreed. off 18 hour days 100%. and never got paid. Is That's just horrible. And so I just felt bad. You know, it was, it was gross. I felt bad for them. But for uh, everybody that was whining about having to wait in an airport to get back on a plane. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. You rich a-hole. And you, all uh, there's and twenty thousand dollars to go to a concert. And they're giggling through the whole thing because they know that the content that they're creating That's as it. a result of this yep. is gold. Yes. So it's like it almost pay like as as unpleasant as it may have been it's like this is going to be the high water mark of your social media content creation like yeah. everyone's going to be they they must have gotten more hits and you know likes and everything from that than anything because when they showed the stats of those people they weren't that big the one guy had forty three thousand, yeah which, which is, is just slightly more than i have yeah. which is a lot less than paul f Tompkins. right why is paul f Tompkins not uh, selling ascots yeah no kidding and getting the money uh, right maybe yeah he does. i don't know anything about paul f Tompkins business model <laughs> but but uh you know uh, we again we have friends that have much more than that and that yeah. guy was like an influencer uh again their word not mine right. but i'm with you like why is he get? Why is that guy with forty? Th maybe he's got more Instagram. I don't know. Yeah. Well, maybe it, it may also have to do with um, their willingness to to sell themselves. I'm willing. Let's go, Coke Zero. <laughs> I'm an influencer. They didn't really say whether that guy was comped or whether he paid. His oh, there's way no there. way he wasn't comped. That guy's comped. There's no question he's comped. Yeah, it just seems like that. That's no. not a big enough following. An influencer's like, not paid. <laughs> But, but like if you're looking at it like the guys who like Billy McFarlane or whatever but the the fuck Jerry guys they know what they're doing and they would look at that guy and go that's not enough followers to be worth giving this guy thousands of dollars in free you think that guy dropped twenty thousand dollars I don't know he, he could be just a rich kid I don't know anything about that guy yeah that's it why could also I, be who's following him that's true yeah, yeah. yeah. You think it's Rockwell? Because <laughs> that oh, guy's always it. afraid. Yeah, he's watching. Look at the IRS. <laughs> uh, boy, I just I turned, I turned to you as if uh, something was was happening over there that yeah. your head was on fire. That was a crazy reaction on my part. Uh, anyway, go watch these documentaries. They're both good. Uh, both worth watching. Very enjoyable. And is the other one about ninety minutes? Yeah, yeah, about an hour. So it's half. like a <laughs> it's like a three hour double doc. Yeah, it's a Gilligan tour. <laughs> so it's like you're on the minnow. Sure. Uh, and much like Gilligan, these people were stuck on an island. We're stuck on an island, right? Very similar. Uh, we watched Johnny Dangerously last night, by the way, speaking of wow. Gilligan. Okay. And uh, Alan Hale makes an appearance. He's a uh, police uh, police captain or mm. police uh, dispatcher. Mm -hmm. uh, so he shows up in there. Does that uh, hold up? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, some of it doesn't, but... I would be, I was what do you remember that movie you. being? What do you remember the vibe of that movie being? Johnny, um, John, Johnny Dangerous. Very silly and um, a lot of puns and... Uh, just just like kind of not quite at the airplane level of joke machine, but like trying to be maybe it's it's close. You know, here, here's the thing I'll say. Yeah, it's closer to airplane than you remember. Oh, wow. At least it was for me. Yeah, because I, I, I you know, stuff like a guy gets punched and his teeth land on the craps table and they go next year. <laughs> yeah. Like, so it's very it's very yeah. uh, airplane ish. Wow. And I, I kind of just remember it being a fun I, I I did not put it. I put top secret in that category, right. you know, in those, you know, those, yes. but I did not put that there. Um, I just I mean, the main takeaway as a kid for, and I haven't seen it since I was nine or whatever age right. I was. But my main takeaway was the like saying Fargan ice hole. Fargan ice like, hole. You Fargan ice hole. I, 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 I wore that one out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I can cool. imagine. Any kid. It's like, oh, my God, I can swear without right. swearing. You clerk sucker. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's funny every time he says it. Yeah. 
And uh, I'll say this. I, I know that people like to kick this guy in the balls on a regular basis, and I'm one of them. Joe Pisco was great in this. Yeah. And, it, and it, one wonders, why. what did he? What was he doing in Hollywood that uh, nobody wanted him in another mo- in, in more movies? Like, wh- why did Joe Pisco's career... I think he was... Inc- it seemed like my read on it is that he was incredibly arrogant, um, kind of a limited talent. <laughs> but, <laughs> like he's, he, but he's he could good. do certain things but well. I, but, 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 but he's a He's good. He's good. Yeah. So who's to say he couldn't be like our guest today, Tom Arnold, who yeah. went on to do more roles. Yeah. Uh, instead, he kind of just became a, a Sinatra joke. It's funny that that back then it was not very common at all for a comedian to become a serious actor. Like, like maybe Robin Williams was like the only guy at the time who was able to yeah. bounce back and forth a little bit. And even then, I don't think his dramatic stuff did well until... Until he kind of fused the two with like Good Morning Vietnam. But what about Awakenings? Is that that's after? I think that was after. Yeah, yeah. but like remember like Moscow on the Hudson and like there were movies like that that I don't I don't think did well because yeah, right. people were like, why is Mork not being funny? Yeah, that's a good point. It was just or they, yeah, or they would go and go. Oh, I saw that new yeah. movie with Mork. It wasn't funny, like, <laughs> right? Yeah, they were expecting what, the other, what Kingfish or is that the name of that one? Fisher King. Fisher King. That's also nineties. Yeah, uh, but that one, I know a lot of people were disappointed in that one. I uh, I know I, I I know also people love it. I, oh, oh, they love it. No I question. I barely remember it. Like I I don't think I. It's a guy who's the king of the fish. He's like a homeless guy, but he's like maybe has some actual like like all his rantings and ravings could actually be based on like a real some some real yeah. thing. Is that Jeff Bridges too? Is that the other mm-hmm. guy? Wasn't that directed by the Monty Python guy? My yeah, Terry Gilliam. So you got Terry so. Gilliam and Robin Williams. Right. You're thinking, hey. Oh yeah, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Here's here's comedy. Uh. It's got a criterion, really, so it can't be that bad. Oh, so that it's it's destined for your shelf at some point, huh? Oh, it's already there. Oh, you have it. Yeah. You've seen it? No. (laughs) What? (laughs) You own it and you've never watched it. He is the collector. I collect criterion releases. Yeah. Watch that guy, man. It's it's there to watch (laughs) at the top of the list. I thought there was a comment there. Watch that guy. (laughs) Tell him to watch watch himself. I think I, I don't know if I was referring to the DVD or the Blu-ray as the guy or if I was calling him guy and constructing him like a comma guy. I think I was I think I meant the Blu-ray disc. I think itself. you did too. Watch that guy. Watch that guy. Yeah, you give it a peekaboo. I think, right? I think it's good. I think watch it's a good. lot of crap. I yeah, I don't I don't remember liking it. I think it's kind of artsy. You know, it's like one of those uh, But I like artsy. I just watched two documentaries. I mean, I'm <laughs> all about art. I watched The Favorite this weekend. Yeah. Uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's it, Garen's favorite film of the year. It's, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's not my favorite. My my wife loved it. Top 10. You loved it. A lot of people loved it. I think Beale Street's my number one movie of the year. I liked it. I'm upset that it did not get nominated for best picture. Regina King is uh, phenomenal mm-hmm. in that and she will get the award and she uh, deserves it. Hopefully. She's always great. You know what she is? She's one of those that's always Even great. on 227, she she shined. <laughs> I never watched Move that. Move over, Jack A. <laughs> but I did not know she was on there until somebody told me recently. Yeah, I mean, that's how I knew who she was all these years, because I watched that uh, religiously. And she, she was, was her daughter, right? Wasn't she the... Yeah, she was Florence uh, Henderson. I mean, not Florence Henderson. What am I talking about? Uh, why am I blanking on uh, Marla Flor- Gibbs? Florence Foster Jenkins? She She's, played Florence on the Jeffersons. Yeah, she played Florence. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she was Marla Gibbs' daughter. Well, was a popular, uh, popular actress. We wish her a lot of luck in this uh, trophy season. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Those nominations, I just kind of made me go, yeah, um, movies just aren't doing it anymore. They're like, uh, they're just not like, to me, 
like the the stuff the like the exciting good stuff that's happening is is and I know this I'm not original in saying this but it's like television is way more to me like there's much more like satisfying and and high quality stuff yeah whereas movies it's just like yeah okay that was all right like the the favorite's all right it was all right I I, I for me for my taste it needed to be funnier or or or, or something <laughs> like because it wasn't it wasn't just consistently funny enough to keep it, me it wasn't funny interested there's a i feel like there's a couple but so of things. what there's there's funny movie there's funny right, moments right. in every movie like, i know right like, i'm not saying so much to you i'm saying yeah. so much to the movie right it's like but, but the trailer marketed it that you, you th- you're gonna be laughing the whole time yeah and uh they showed the three funny moments and, and, and good luck and then it's just like you know again i know there's something to be get to to get out of whatever but if it's not going to be informational like if it's not going to teach me something about these people in this time and it's not going to make me laugh and it's and there's no character that i like like it's just all unpleasant people being unpleasant to each other then i don't know what i'm watching it what are you doing there why are you there? Yeah, I guess to see great performances, which it has great performances. But I'm not. But I'm not such a like an actor nerd that I'm like I just have to see the best performance. Well, I'll say that about the Melissa McCarthy movie, her and Richard E. Grant. Yeah, uh, the movie's good. Yeah, they're phenomenal. Yeah, I want to watch that. Did he get too. nominated? I don't know if he did. He did. He did. Oh, he, he did. did. Yeah. Okay, because I saw Sam Rockwell was nominated, and I wanted to throw my computer through the screen. You don't think he should be for uh, George yeah, Bush? Absolutely not. Hundred percent agree with Karen, but he's, <laughs> Sam's a friend of mine. I don't want to. Say I like that. Sam Rockwell, but there's he's, that's he's a nothing Right. That's not the role that he should be nominated no, for ever. Absolutely not. Well, didn't he win last year? Yeah, oh, he for did. Three, yeah, he did. Three billboards. So now he's just a guy that gets that nominated. Guy. But this one he doesn't deserve. I forget who they didn't include. Like Hugh Grant and Paddington. Hugh Grant and Paddington's a better performance I mean, than Sam Rockwell Paddington, and Paddington should win every Oscar. <laughs> like that's that's my base. Paddington, Paddington too. Paddington too. And also Paddington one should have when that came out. It should at least be nominated. It's really insulting that it wasn't. I didn't even hear it discussed. I mean, I think that's just... It, you know what it was discussed by? Everybody that apparently wasn't voting. Everybody else, yeah. you know, people at Entertainment Weekly and other right. uh, publications, they were all saying it's in their top five of the year. I think the voters were too busy patting themselves on the back for nominating Black Panther <laughs> to, to yeah. pay attention to a, another mainstream movie that was good. Oh, God. Dear, boy. The, gla- the glass brings a different element, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm going to say an unpleasant one. <laughs> I will Matt too. and I agree. Yeah, I'm going to finish this up very quickly and get right onto my That may need to be edited, it. actually. That's how bad that was. <laughs> yeah, enjoy it. Mm. Nectar of the gods. <laughs> Goes on the shelf. All right, listen, we got some mail here to open this quickly. Mm-hmm. All right. The mail is here. The mail is here. I don't. I don't know what is uh, up top, my brother. My brother. The mail is. I don't know if that. I just broke something. Garen sucks. What'd you say? Go fuck. (laughs) I took Garen out of the knees for no reason. You did. All right. This seems to be something. I think this might be something. uh, These are wow. So whatever was in that envelope was very important. Protected by multiple layers of cardboard. Matt, please announce what I have to do here. Bellabets. Happy New Year. Hope this letter finds you well. I'm very excited to hear this year's Parcastathon will take place on May the 4th and also with you. <laughs> uh, so much so I imagine the NNF crew as Star Wars characters. Hmm. Oh, oh, my gosh. Why don't you open that Stop up? Stop there. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Garen. Get to Garen, uh, Matt, and hold that up if you would. Oh, this is oddly. Oh, wow. Look at this. This is very nice. Uh, show, the, uh, show the Garen one. He's up top. Oh, there's multiple copies of this. Okay. Oh, I see. That's all one. 
Uh, Garen uh, gets the deep cut as the cantina bartender played by B. Arthur in the Star Wars holiday <laughs> special. <laughs> I think our guest is here. Sorry. Glug. Uh, Captain Clunk himself, Elliot, is behind Mission Control as Captain Wedge Antilles. Okay, I'll take it. That's pretty good. And okay. finally, of course, Jimmy and Matt are two of the coolest cats in the galaxy, Lando Calrissian and Han Solo, respectively. Let the cosplay begin. Longtime listener, enjoy the show immensely, and I wish you all continued success. Here's to another amazing Parkathathon, your friend in time, Tyler. P.S. These are the only prints that exist. I did not post the art online so that the rarity only increases their value. That is awesome. All right, very nice. Thank you, Tyler. I, I very flattered that I was made Han Solo. Let me say, I didn't get to see who I that am. That seems um, seems like if in the partnership of Never Not Funny, maybe you're more of the Han Solo. Man, maybe so. That's me. I'm bl- I, see, yeah. Now, what concerns me about this is that my wife and I always use Lando uh, when something's bland. Right. So now I feel like I'm being that attacked. You're being bland. Yeah. Being attacked. All right. Now listen. There's a. Is that? Uh, uh, I mean, if he has a choice, I wouldn't. But otherwise, sure. Does he not have another shirt? Is he out there shirtless? <laughs> is Tom Arnold not wearing a shirt? What does he have on right now? Is it a black tee? Just wear that black tee. Wear the black tee, Tom. Tom, we're just wear the black T-shirt, Tom. happening out there he's i think he's upset that he's he's getting a no-go on that shirt who's yelling you can't wear you come on you're in show business what's happening out there? sounds like maybe he's trading shirts with garen i don't know <laughs> or or his publicist oh could be well yeah we don't although it sounds like a lady publicist is he gonna walk in wearing a blouse i, I don't know but there's or a lot a of giggling tight, a tight sweater a tight v-neck <laughs> that'd be pretty funny uh well th- we thank tyler for this those uh, are awesome yeah very awesome i love that um all right more mail to come on the next episode possible uh thank you for everybody that sends in uh, yeah. whatever you do uh all right uh, what is happening in or out playing games yeah, well, the show's on, Tom. And we've been spending way too much talking about your goddamn shirt. That. That's there nice. Why are you upset with that? This what? outfit looks fine. Well, no, I don't. Here, I put this on. Right. Oh, my God. That guy, he's like, How many? Is this shirt okay? He's well, like, who's? I don't do video. I go, what the? I mean, look. You asked the question. It. I'm this giving you an honest answer. Right here. You've been here before. I know, but I wanted to wear a different shirt. Uh, so I thought I'd Why do you have 900 people with you? I fed the herd, too. Trust me. What's that? Thank you. That's very heavy. Where am I? Do you want to I, I guess just, head over there? Just, just, well, just sit here and be done with it. Or do we just okay. take a break? Let's take a break right now because this is this yeah. is a disaster. You have odd, God damn it. This is just put the effing shirt okay. on or off. This poor woman's that's holding it over there. That's uh, that's Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Okay. Look hi, Lauren. What I'm, doing. I'm taking this off anyway. What is it? Stacy. Stacy. Hi, Stacy. Yeah, we, we can close that. Yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, Stacy's very helpful. Seems to be the only oh, helpful yeah. one here. Okay. All right. I took this off anyway. Okay, Tom. Are we taking what a break? Happened? Hold on. Right. He needs makeup. Let's Hello. take a break. I don't know is what the hell's happening in here. Yeah. Yeah, it's being filmed as we speak, Stacy. The podcast. All right. There we go. That's Tom Arnold getting a little bit of. Yeah, get a little bit of. Oh, we got a little cover up on there. Stacy, what are we calling that? We're just beautifying. Somebody is already beautiful. Oh, Jesus. But exactly what is the item that you're putting on? It's a little. It's, it's a little powder. little powder. Yeah, thank you. Take okay. The take the shirt. Holy shit, you What's look great. Guys? Seconds ago, you were ugly to the face. Well, I, yeah, I tried to put a decent shirt on. You uh, look fine, you guys. Tom, Tom. You look fine. Nice black tee. Yeah. Nothing What's wrong with happening? that. What's yeah. happening? Hello, hello. All right, guys. Tom Arnold Series got a new movie coming out uh, this Friday called Dead Ant. Not Aunt. What's happening? Ant. A-N-T. Okay. What's happening? Tom, I'm promoting your movie. <laughs> thank Shut you. Up. Thank you. It's good to do that. That's why I'm here. 
<laughs> yeah, dead ant. Are you doing it? Is, are you promoting it now? I was trying to, and then you started just going, what's happening? What's happening? And staring at the table. No, I was thinking about ants because they have those antennas. Yeah, they do. Don't and they you? don't. And uh, part of the movie, uh, the uh, that's the ending. I almost ruined the movie. Oh, God. How we kill them. No spoilers. Right. Yeah, I don't want to say it. You you made me think of the movie. You actually look like an ant, and I mean that in a complimentary there's way. No, there's no way for that to be a compliment. <laughs> no, no, there's I, no, no way. No. Hey, you know that thing that gets on your nerves at a picnic? That's you. Hey, you know the thing that uh, sometimes they're around your sink because they're looking for water that you uh, get on your goddamn nerves? I forgot how fun this show is. Yeah, it's we're oh, fun it's here, good Tom. To be here. On the uh, worst day of my life. Uh, yeah, you're, every time I come here. Oh, boy. And now no, you say it's the worst day of your life no, because I'm of what's teasing. happening in the press. I'm teasing. The press, yeah, but it's not the worst day. No, it's fine. It's just, uh, but it's uh, in the press. It's in the press because I'm doing press. Yeah. Uh, uh, because. Uh, Do you want to tell the people what you're talking about? Well, no, no, so really. I don't, I don't want to bring it up. No, not You really. brought it up. No, I mean, it, but when I say it's the worst day of my life when I'm here, it could be a thousand things. I forget right. what happened. <laughs> it could be just historical family situations. But I think we're talking about uh, it's the press that, I, that my wife uh, and I are are, no, are getting not not whatever the opposite of married. You're separating at the moment. Yes, we are. We are no, we are separated. Right. But it's been a long time. When was the last time I was here? A year ago, maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah, we were, we were we were not. Uh, oh, you weren't together then. Well, we were in the same uh, house, but it's been a long time. But my daughter, when this movie was made, we were. My daughter is three, and she's never seen us hug. <laughs> it's like since she's been born. So she no no. But, you know, but no, it's okay. I don't know if I should live by no, bad hilarious. laughing at that. Let me tell you something. One time this is no, one time my wife turned around and goes, I I'm just gonna be the bigger person and hug you and hug me really hard. And my daughter saw her and she went and then she hugged me really hard. Like you're supposed to do it. And then my five year old son got behind her and then he hugged me really hard. It was hilarious. That's what happens in our house. I'm telling you, it's been weird, but uh, yeah, it'll, it'll get better now. People, you know, it's been an unusual situation. My kids are hilarious. You know what? I, I watched your videos on oh Facebook. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> you, you did the thing with the pie in the face, which was oh adorable. My gosh. Well, you're very we, good with your kids. Yeah, Maybe you should I, give I, us a little attention to your wife. You know, uh, well, <laughs> listen, we were together for almost 11 years. We met at Passover 11 years ago, and. Uh, and, and, and I, I know this, everybody has a life. You have a life, I have a life, I'm almost 60. Uh, uh, Ashley has a life, and it, just because you're married to somebody, she, she, I can't expect her to give me her whole freaking life, but I have these kids, and it's all I ever wanted, and I'll tell you what, I get up every day, and it's, it's there's so many things where I say, if I only had that, if I was only in a movie, with Arnold Schwarzenegger. If I only got to be on, on uh, Jimmy's uh, podcast, that would be the best thing ever. <laughs> and you go there and it is fun. But if I only had kids, I always said that. And it is better than ever. It's yes. the one thing, the first thing. And every day I get up with my kids and uh, it's not just teaching them, it's uh, getting to know them. And they, they're five and three and they come in and we spend so much time together and they're fa fantastic. And, and, and uh, you know, my son... Uh, sleeps with me and my daughter comes every morning and, and wakes us up and and she my son gets crabby so she has to do something unusual and Sunday I heard uh, I heard her 
going, Dad, I'm trapped. And she was downstairs pretending she was locked out of the house because she has to think of something unusual because she used to just get up in her bed and be in our face and go, hey, you guys. And my son would be so crabby. So she's like, oh, I got to think of something unusual. So she pretended she was locked out of the house, mm-hmm. which is a little scary, I guess, for a three-year-old. But <laughs> these guys, they're so funny and they're so amazing. And they also know all of my bullshit. They know if I lie. They know if I say, oh, I'm working. I'm not working. And they want my attention and they fucking love me and uh, they need me. And be, this last couple of years at home has been weird. And my wife has been through weirdness with me. Yeah. And so it's been my opportunity and my kids to be there for mom. And, uh, and I, I've had twice as much kid time and I love it. And uh, it's been what a blessing. What a blessing for me to have the opportunity to to show up and to be, you know, my dad was a single father, and uh, to maybe flashback a lot and uh, on that, and also we're selling our house. We're having a, a open house right now. We, I just left the house and and uh, so. During this time, uh, even though perhaps mom wanted me to move out right now, your 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 dad is leaving. He's out of the house now, and there's a lot of that. Yeah, he's out, and I'd be like, I'm not leaving, guys. Don't worry. They're like, thank God. But uh, you know, but during that time, it gives you time to to get the house in order. Mm-hmm. And so I went through every box in the because I'm also a guy that's been buried more than once. And I have you, crates. You've been what? I've been married more than once. Yes, that's that's public knowledge. Did right? You think he said buried. I did. Buried. I said buried. But but my, Tom, my, let me ask you a question before you go yeah. on and on and on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do the children, as much as I love you, ever tell you to take a breath? Does that ever come up? <laughs> well, does ever? Hey, let's not switch from one topic to another. Let, let's let one they, uh, topic maybe uh, be open to conversation but, as but opposed I, to but, getting a Tom but, Arnold monologue. But this is. Do the children ever say that? No, and, no, they, they they're enjoy, locked out. They, that's, I think that's a, a problem is they, they are my, uh, they're my, they're my audience, a five-year-old, and, uh, a boy and a three-year-old girl. They dig this. <laughs> they're the only people I'm not saying I don't dig it, Tom, but for the love of God, take a fucking yeah. breath. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I have questions about everything. I want to yeah. know where this open house is. My, my wife and I yeah. are not buying, but I'll, I'll, I'll buy the, the, yeah, the Arnold buy. cast off. You'll be a looky loo. You like? I'll be a looky loo. I'll go in yeah. there. I've seen this thing on tape. I see. Uh, yeah. I want to talk about your television program that I so enjoyed. Yeah. I texted you about and told you how much I yeah, loved you're it. Great. You're great. You're great. People love great. you too, by the way, oh, on the internet. Let's talk more about this. And, and yeah. go on, as long as you need to on this, don't <laughs> take a breath. You. How much do they love me? Go ahead. What, what about the break? We were going to take a break. Let's take a break. You're amazing. I kind of feel like we just did when Tom did a 12 minute. I want to get back. To, to, to talking about cleaning out those trunks. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get it's important. Yeah, you've been married. Let's write it down. Uh, number time. Garen, make important. a note. We're going to get know, back, to, get those back trunks. to trunks. We got uh, you brought your entourage. You might be of a you. mannequin too, or one of those things like the that you put it in a trunk. A ventriloquist dummy. Yes, there you go. <laughs> okay, so an, I'm an aunt, a, I'm an aunt and a ventriloquist dummy. <laughs> you have to know none of that is complimentary. Well, no, but you, that's why you got to let me just ramble until I. No, I'm kidding. Anyway, I love you, buddy. <laughs> Why do, why do we say yes whenever they say <laughs> every time we say yes because it's always fun. It's Are we fun. on? Are we recording? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I did. Okay. <laughs> Let me put my shirt on. Let me get my shirt. You know what? That's what I was thinking. My show shirt. I, I, I think that that checkered shirt would have made that story that much better. <laughs> do you think it would tighten it up? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be back right Thank well, Matt, you, uh, even on this very episode, I talk about with Tom Arnold when I got a word in. Yeah, I talked about my uh, my great. I got great choppers. Yeah, you do. I got a great set of teeth, and I uh, even more so now that I'm using a Quip toothbrush. Oh, me too. Also, Quip. By the way, I don't. I don't mean to get political in the middle of an ad. Quip uh, pulled their sponsorship from a 
a uh, political podcast because they did not like the way they were used. And that gave me more respect for Quip. Interesting. So not only do you know that you're cleaning your teeth with uh, Quip, you're cleaning this nation of filth (laughs) with Quip. I just got my first uh, replacement. Isn't that fun? It's really fun. Yeah, it was exciting. Because that little thing, uh, I give those to Oliver. You probably give them to Charlie. Uh And uh, they could put a little, uh, or even Zoe could put like colored sand in those things. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the little... Pod cylindrical that, pod yeah that, that the head comes in yeah and comes with a replacement battery so everything you need everything you need you snap simple. it right back on your and you're back in business yeah all business quip listen some electronic toothbrushes electric toothbrushes they call them uh they can be they can be too abrasive yeah uh where was i just yesterday were they uh, where I used to spend hours looking at them. Maybe it was Best Buy or somewhere where I would look at the... Uh, the fancy, uh, expensive uh, ones. Uh, and and just almost like in the old days where it was like a thousand cameras or video cameras. Yeah. It's that for uh, electric toothbrushes. Right. And I used to like gaze at them. Like, look, look at that one. Look at that one. No more. No, no need more. It. Now I just, I, I breezed past. Don't, I don't even want to look at you. You disgust me. I've mentioned before, Elise has had some of those in the past and just never... For whatever reason, just never stuck with them. She just always would go back to the manual. Right. But now the Quip is... No, right? It's like a manual toothbrush that has all the benefits of an electric yes, toothbrush. Yes. You know what? That's the best way to put it because I'm with you. Oh, I'm running out of a charge. I have to... Now I got to put this clunky thing up on there. Right. F that. Yeah. Quip. The manual toothbrush that isn't. <laughs> there, I've said it. And if they want to leave us, they can leave us What too. about Quip, the electric toothbrush that isn't? Oh, there we go. That's better. I don't know. I don't know if either. I don't know if they, I don't know they, if they might both suck. <laughs> There's a reason we're doing we're this. We're not admin. They're writing the copy. We're not admin. Now, listen, uh, Quip has sensitive via sonic vibrations for an effective clean that is gentle on your sensitive gums. It's got that built in two minute timer, which I love. By the way, the other day, this is uh, this place into this. And I, uh, uh, I was in a hurry. Uh, and sometimes when I'm in a hurry, I will just grab a manual toothbrush mm-hmm. and just do a quick little uh, jib jab. Scrub, scrub. And, uh, but I thought it would be fun. Uh, I did not know I was in a hurry. So I grabbed, I did, I was using my quip and I was like, oh shit, I got to go. And then I did what I usually do 30 seconds mm-hmm. for the whole mouth. Mm-hmm. And, I th- and you think that's doing the job? No, sir. Mm. 30 minutes per quadrant. 30. I do 30 minutes. <laughs> wow. I take two hours to brush my teeth. You are very committed. You know, that, that, and that's why I get compliments. You spend yeah. two hours a day on your teeth. <laughs> you're going to get, and that's just, that's just the morning brush that I yeah. do the other two hours a night. Wow. Yeah, you know, they say to brush twice a day. That How does that play into your uh, only eat in the eight hour thing? Um, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so I, I can't speak to <laughs> What's that. What's that called? 8, 8, 16? fasting. So what if you. By the way, if anybody in this room was going to do the 16, 8 fasting, any ideas who that would be? Garen? Yeah. I th- th- he's honestly all, it sounds like something I would do. He, but he's all vegan fad. Yeah, that's true. Uh but what if you did the, what I was going to say is what if you did the eight, 8 hours and then at the end then you brush your teeth for 2 hours and then you wake up and you brush your teeth for 2 hours. Now how many hours do you have left? It's a math problem. Oh, that's a great I got I got the 8 and then uh plus 10 12. I got 12. You got 12 hours left. You got 12 hours that's left. That's all you need. That's all I need. And you sleep. You sleep for 12 hours, you brush for four, mm-hmm. and you eat for eight. And I eat for eight. Perfect. Right? Does that math work? Who cares? It's not happening. None of that's happening. <laughs> uh, no wonder Quip is one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association, the ADA. They've got thousands of verified five-star reviews. you got two right in this room. Garen, we got to get you on board with Quip. I'll take one. Quip it up. You'll take one? How about you'll take advantage of this great code that I have? What's the code? I'm about to oh, I'll tell you. <laughs> uh, 
Quip starts at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash Pardo right now, you get your first refill pack for free. That is your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash Pardo. Now, look, I'm not going to lie to you. Oliver's got the $25 one. I have the more expensive one. The, the twenty five it's different between plastic and, and metal. Yeah. And the plastic one is fine. Yeah. I don't I don't want to take money out of Quip's pocket, but if if you're on a tight budget, that's what the twenty five dollar one is terrific. It is. Uh anyway, Quip is the way to go. Quip toothbrushes, get quip.com slash pardo to get your first refill pack for free. Quip toothbrush, quip. A better way to brush. Hey guys, quick announcement. The next season of the Players Club will be starting on February 14th. That is Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to you. That is when episode 2401 will be going up. But what you need to know if you want to join the Players Club for the first time or uh, to renew, that uh, you need to know that the uh, pre-sale is going up on January 28th. That's next Monday. And uh, you probably want to know what the uh, the VIP packages are all about. So let me tell you at the so as usual, the price is uh, the same. Twenty nine ninety nine gets you a six months of the Players Club. That's audio and video. You get an extra episode every week in audio and then you get video of every episode. So two videos a week, one extra audio episode a week. And uh, it's 30 bucks, 29.99 for six months, 49.99 for a full year. So you save a little money if you do the full year. And the VIP packages are as follows. For $99.99, you get the VIP package, which includes a deck of custom Never Not Funny playing cards. You may remember our friend Travis Blaine designed some amazing-looking Never Not Funny playing cards and sent them to us as a gift. We are going to be uh, making that a gift for you if you join the Players Club at the VIP level. And then for VIP Plus, $149.99, you get the deck of cards and 20 custom never not funny poker chips with each of our faces on it so you get uh five chips of each of us five jimmies five mats five elliots five garens uh stack of 20 chips uh custom designed uh they'll all matched and look nice together you will see pictures of it on the website starting on the 28th and uh hopefully you will enjoy that uh, get your finances in order now and uh, sign up on the 28th join us in season 24 on february 14th Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program. Uh, we just took, uh, usually we'd take about a two to three minute break. That was about 45 minutes. Just to get a breather from Tom. And what's, what, that last thing wasn't recorded? No. That was the best part of the Wait, show you, ever. you about your house again? No, the part oh, about the, yeah, where was. I had to slow you down because of my Asperger's and to have you repeat uh, what no, you were. No, no, that was not on the air. No. Oh, gosh. That was it. Imp- okay. No. All right. Do you, so you want to say it again? You want to get it out? No. I just was like, you got to have a, because with the, we, you can't be subtle. Well, then and I'll then re- you're like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I'll repeat and I go, I understand that. Not, apparently not. Well, no, I, no. There's no evidence you've understood that. No, I did. But then I stopped. And then I asked you if you recorded it. You're like, here's the part of the show where I'm like talking to And then I'm like, what, what are you saying? I'm saying. Sure. shut the fuck up. Right. And I go, that helps. <laughs> See, uh, again, I, apparently okay. not because you haven't. No, but I did. And then I, did, I just asked you if you recorded that you're like no and i'm like what and now we're back into it okay now we are right. okay tom arnold's our guest uh, which means uh, whenever tom is here we always we get a uh, break from having to do anything quite frankly just to turn the mics on and tom will talk about something that happened in 1989 you're being charming uh, what <laughs> you're being charming you're like this is a part of show where i go around the room but yes i'm being I, I, I'm yeah very then, polite and charming yeah. and kind you you brought a couple you of were. lady friends here with you stacy and did. lauren i did i did and then i was like what are you saying you 
can't be subtle with me. You know, I have a little bit of Asperger's. You're like, shut the fuck up. I go, that's perfect. Right. Okay, good. Then I'm like, you recorded that, right? You go, no. Now the show starts. Why are we really doing this again? Okay. Did so, we just have this, this, like, this conversation? Now it's like Groundhog Day. It's I know. Just no, happening. And then there was the time where you said, <laughs> it's going to keep happening. All right, Tom Arnold's here. At least I think that's him. A second ago, he had uh, so much makeup put on him that he looks like a new human being. Remember when he said he's almost 60? I believed it when he walked in. <laughs> Stacy puts a little powder on him. Looks she, terrific. She will burn me. I'm going to tell you something. I watch out for her. I'm not. A, I, 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 I am complimenting Stacy, and I'm insulting you. <laughs> you look great. You look like a I am man. her work. I am. Yeah. I have a lot of. You know, I grew up on a farm right before they invented sunscreen. No kidding. So I have a lot of. I have a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And she's amazing. She is amazing. Who are you, you pointing know, at? She <laughs> recommends uh, transcendental meditation for me too, and uh, you know what? I'm going to start doing that again. I again? Yes. You, you, so you experimented with meditation? Oh at yes, some I point. went to the David Lynch uh, Foundation, and they came over to the house, and I have a what do I have a mantra? What is it? The, oh yes, I do, and I forgot it. They had to come and tell it to me again. You forgot your own mantra? Yes, and it was written on a board in my house, mm-hmm. and uh, I got kicked out of that room. And uh, you know, my wife and I used to do it together. That's a fact. We used to sit on the floor and do it together and for some reason we stopped and do you and think that was the uh, what ruined it meditations out no i, I think but but that's uh, just a little memory you see i got a little tear by here yeah. i think it's from laughing at you but <laughs> please tell people it's from the for the memory there I, I you, 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 you go ahead and do that no but i, I think it's a good thing to start <laughs> they can doing. hear you that you do have a microphone <laughs> no, please please tell the world but i think year. it's wonderful to do that and i'm going to start doing that again along with my gratitude list the name of the movie is dead ants oh thank gosh, you thank so you tom good. arnold for being here all right that's it for us guys no it's a fun movie and you know what wait, wait, we'll get to it okay tom. okay we'll sorry the movie i trust you sorry. i know laura what is it. wrong with you you're jumping all over jim <laughs> you jump all over you won't let me talk Oh my gosh. <laughs> it is always, whenever it's, let's book Tom Arnold. We have a 20 minute conversation of, we love having Tom here. Some of the biggest laughs we ever had on the show with Tom are here. Uh, and then we're also like, do we really have the energy to deal with your bullshit? <laughs> we yeah. still literally, that. we start crying laughing, just no. thinking about the story you told us about your brother. Oh my God. And oh my shooting, God. shooting up his car with the paint guns. Oh my God. Has, was, had his wife committed suicide last time I was here? <laughs> Oh my God. Oh my God. That is so funny. I mean, not what? funny, but it's sad. Oh, do you know that? Did that not happen? Oh my God. No. Let me check this out. My brother Johnny, God bless him. Listen to this. Mm-hmm. Because my nephew had committed suicide what the fuck? with a gun. Tell him it's a comedy it. show. No, no, no. But this is this is this is how my family heals. So my they were just out here to visit me, Johnny and Linda. And she's you know, they're born again Christians, which is weird because you know, I'm Jewish. But anyway, they're visiting and uh we had this suicide, which is not funny, but so it had been and my, where I come from Suicide is like they shame you. They won't even admit it because they're like, you're not going to heaven. You committed suicide. They're like, what? They don't consider, you know, and it's a real problem where I come from. A lot of farmers commit suicide and then there's shame. They don't even talk about it. You know, a lot of, there's so many guns where I'm from. It's ridiculous. They don't talk about it. Anyway, so Linda comes out. She's a nice person. And by the way, it's Linda number two. There's Big Linda, his first wife, and this is little Linda. Big Linda used to sit on him. My brother weighs 125 pounds and choke him out. It 
was hilarious. Anyway, so <laughs> what does that mean? She, she comes out. This stuff. These are facts. Her family is mean, super. I believe her. I know how this ends. No, this is a, this is it's in the best way possible. So what happens is real quick. What happened to Big Linda? Oh, Big Linda's still around. They're okay. back. They're back. She's a McDonald's. Oh. We're gonna McDonald's. Okay, back there <laughs> in Eldon. But let me just say this. So what happens is. Uh, my brother, he, he all of a sudden he, he gets a little success. He ends up owning nine car washes in in Atoma, in the Wapakata area. And he's like, you know what, Tommy? People don't even remember you because I own the car wash. I'm the famous one of the family. And I'm like, to my brother Chris, who's uh, right, uh, that close to him, is the reason why I'm like, I'm going to beat the fuck out of him. <laughs> anyway, he's like, no, just let him go. Let him go. He goes, you know what, Tommy? Because he was helping out with my dad when he was sick of running around. He's like, he's doing you a favor. So I'm like, I'm going to beat this. Anyway, he goes, you got to go over to his house and visit. I go, oh, are you kidding me? He's like, yeah. He goes, you got to see his bees. My brother, Johnny's like, oh, we I'm know about the bees. bees. You told us about the bees. Okay, so anyway, I go over there. He pushed his face in the beehive. But check this out. And I go in there and he said to his wife, Linda, make me a handyman, handyman uh, uh, meal for dinner. And I want a super handyman, a hungry man, a double. Make me a double. And he goes, that's the kind of wife you need, Tommy. You got these women and, they're, and you're running around and they're, he makes it me. Anyway, so I do, I look at his wife and she's He's like, yeah, that's not working for me. Anyway, next thing I know, he buys a 45-foot Winnebago RV, RV brand new. And the, and the next day, he goes out in there in the in the bedroom part, and his wife is dead. She has drunk septic cleaner, and her face is melted. She committed suicide, drinking the worst way you could do it, the biggest fuck you in the world. She couldn't use a gun because that's already been done in our family. And she is like, fuck you, here's your new RV. I've just ruined it by melting my brains on here. And so my brother, this is now here's where the story that's sad. But here's where it gets good. He calls out down to his uh, car wash. This is a fact. He says, I want the best car detailer we got down there. It's this 18-year-old bisexual girl. She comes out there. She details it so well. She ends up being his girlfriend. I swear on my fucking life. Call my brother Chris right now. She ends up being his girlfriend. He's 54 years old. He's got an 18-year-old lesbian bisexual uh, girlfriend. He ends up getting a, a big turtle tattoo on his back because she has it. He's a skateboarder now. He fucking buys her a house. She tells him, guess what? I just want to be with women. He's like, Tommy, what do I do, man? He calls me up. She just wants to be with women. I'm like, fuck you. I'm going to come over to the house and beat the fuck out of you. Anyway, no, I don't say that. I say, Johnny, I know you've been through a lot of rough stuff. And I love you. So anyway, it's a happy ending for all. It's she, not a happy no, ending for No, it is. She dumps him. She dumps him. He goes back to Big Linda. Everything is fine. Oh, okay. Wait, he's, he's, back, he's back with Big Linda? He was back with Big Linda. That's How are right. the car washes doing? <laughs> I think they're doing well. Okay, he's got the nine still? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nine car washes. Is he looking to expand at all? He would love to expand. He wanted me to do a commercial for him. You won't do it. Back then, well, no, Jesus. No, but this is the fact. Can you imagine in our small town, it's the best, this is the best news ever that this had. Want to talk about rallying. Not, oh, I'm devastating my wife. I had to find her. She's dead. And then the young, <laughs> young bisexual woman who, who detail, by the way, that's a hell of a detailer. When you can get, if you've ever drank septic cleaner, it just <laughs> melts your fucking, and that's his wife is like, I will, that is a fuck you, Susan. It's like, yeah, right there on the bed in your brand new 
fucking RV. Fuck you. And then she details it. You got to get a fight. You got to get a toothbrush, toothpicks, and get, get that shit out of there. Maybe. And you would respect that. And by the way, she looked like you, Jimmy Pardo. This was like an a, ant. No, but, uh, <laughs> she looked. It wasn't like oh, she Let she me, looks feminine a little bit. No. Here's a question though, Tom, because you haven't mentioned it. Is this woman bisexual? <laughs> yeah. I know. I think she was straight up lesbian. They say bisexual, but she was. And then my brother's fucking rollerblading and fucking all that shit. He said, "Why he never spent a dime on uh, little Linda?" But he, 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 this chick just took him. That's how God works. God's like, "Hey, fuck you." Yeah, you. She melted her face. This chick's gonna melt your face, motherfucker. Stop That's talking. how God works. <laughs> the views of Tom Arnold are not necessarily. Uh, uh, what's, what's reflect the, reflect that. Never not funny. Couldn't think of the word. That's uh, the truth. That's a happy ending. Do you get along with Big Linda? I, I, she, you, don't, you, don't like, really. you don't like this not brother really. at all. Her son worked for me out at the farm. He did. Big Mike, Mikey. But uh, she was. But she's funny because she would. Okay, my brother would be whining, and she would get on top of him. I have to say. Domestic violence is bad, but when a would when she would get on top of my brother and he'd be like, uh, and we have every video at holiday, something would happen to that fucking dude. And we get a video, he'd be choking at Thanksgiving. And my, you know, we have four, bro- I have four brothers. And instead of rescuing him, we'd get the fat camera and be like, uh, and my stepmother would always get him, oh my God, save him. And we'd be like, just, it's funny, you know? And uh, that's what family's about. I don't know why your stories about your brother make me laugh like this. <laughs> the, the meanest. Tommy. <laughs> because let me ask you a question, Tom. Your brother. But by the way, he, hey, guy, let me get one sentence I have to out. Say something. He no, write, you don't. He writes me oh. like when at times of trouble like this. He's the first one that says, "I hope your family's doing well, Tom." Right, because he's, he's a, a good being. Boy. He's a good. Boy. All the evidence is he's a great guy. You and your brothers are assholes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's taking care of your father. You just want to yeah. kick his ass for some yeah. reason. Tom, here's my question for you. Now, your brother. Now, here's where I'm going to question though. The brother calls up and brags. He's the famous one. He's got nine car washes. Yet, when it comes time for advertising, who's he reached out to? Yeah. He wants Tom Arnold to be the spokesman. <laughs> yeah. I think for a piece of that business, maybe you could do it. Like, if you got maybe 5% or 10% of You want business, a little chunk of the car wash? <laughs> what do you think? That's a nice steady I, income. I, well, you know, I'd find. A little passive income from the car wash. I'd find. I'd find. Hey, you're about okay. to sell a house. I'd find. I don't want to. <laughs> can you imagine working for your younger brother? You're not working you know, for him. You just show up. Peace. Once every three years, you shoot a thirty-second. You show up. You put a face on a, on a poster. Tom good. Arnold says we'll make not it squeaky good. clean. No, I, I would do it for him. I would do whatever for any of my. I'd like brothers. to see you get a piece. <laughs> I'd like to get a piece. I'll tell you what. It's uh, how about I, you don't beat him up for a year and just do an no, ad for him? <laughs> oh my god! How about that? I love him. I love my brother. This is Chris. This Chris is the one that helps me. He's the oh, Chris one. is the other asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, All right. What's the name of the guy that gets choked Johnny. out? Johnny. That's John. Johnny. Uh, and what John Frank. He's the one that got circumcised when he was 11. And then I, I, I was like, you got to show my friends your dick. I mean, that's because it turned black. And he's like, oh, no, I'm not. And he was soaking in the bathroom. And I broke. The, this is probably horrible. I broke the bathroom door down to show A my friends. A woman's face is melted off already <laughs> okay, in the story. Hey, I go, this will be fine. Johnny, you're going to show my friends. He's like, no. I go, the bathroom door is getting broke down. And I take him in there, my friends, because he was soaking. And we, now that now that I hear that story, that that would have could have been traumatic for him. Yeah. Johnny, I want to make amends for bringing my friends in the bathroom when you're soaking. And by the way, he has a huge dick. Sure. By far the biggest of the family. <laughs> And not well, just black. Once you black. go black, you don't go back. That's why they the, want to beat him up. The black banana. He was known from then on. We gave him the high praise of calling him the black banana. The high praise. That was his nickname in the family. 
So whatever Again, trauma he suffered, it was made up for with praise. High praise from hillbillies on a farm. Let's remember what kind <laughs> yes. of praise that is. Yes. It is was not, it okay? Did it go back to normal eventually? The, whatever after, normal after, is. Well, like in color? Is, is yes. It, okay. Yeah. But how painful. It was so painful that uh, that he did have it done. for. I mean, can you imagine? Seriously. Why did that happen at 11? Weird stuff, weird redneck stuff. Okay. Because it did get circumcised at birth, and then oh, it didn't they're work. like, holy shit. No, they just didn't do it at the hospital. Some weird stuff. Okay. You know? His dick was so big he needed it circumcised twice. Is that what I mean? Well, I, I wish that was a story, but sometimes people don't were, you know, back then, we're talking 50, 55 years ago. Sometimes mm-hmm. people were weird about that. Mm-hmm. Your brother's 66 years old? No, 55 years ago. Well, well, he was oh, four. Originally, I thought, young, I thought I'm the oldest. I'm, going, I'm the oldest. I'm yeah, going with the eleven. And you're about to be sixty for when I hear. Yeah, I'm going to be sixty, March six. Happy birthday. Mm-hmm, thank you. You're welcome. Well, uh, yeah, I don't feel. How old are you? I'm not comfortable with you knowing that. What? Uh, you want me to guess? <laughs> yeah, I would say you're forty-five. Thank you very much. Fifty-two. Are you? Fifty-two. Stacy, what do you think? You, you seem great skin, right? You, seem young. you do have great as, skin. As a makeup lady, she you have knows. great skin. Beautiful skin. And a lot of little people have great skin because they're small and they don't have require a lot of. There's not a lot of blood pumping. Dude, I am not your brother. <laughs> I am not going to tolerate these insults. <laughs> no, I mean it's a compliment. Like, yeah, there's no. You you got to look up the word compliment. You means. age well. Big people have first of all, uh, disgusting. I, first of all, I'm not a little person. No, I mean your trim. Your trim. Trim. Thank you. Let's no, use that in the future. Big fat people get like that. There's all the blood pumping out of all the things. They have all the. <laughs> Blood, skin cells and blah. You're just a tiny petite. You kept it together, man. It's almost, it was you never almost got good. hugely fat and then you lost No, but weight. I did. I, I, I gained I lost 30 pounds. I was 30 pounds heavier than I am today. Wait, how long ago was that? Uh, 2010. Yes, I remember that. You actually were bigger. How dare you? You were bigger. How dare you? No, you were bigger. never ends with you. you were, about, don't get too thin, though, because you look older. But you look fantastic look right great. now. My skin is flawless. Stacy will get back that up as a makeup expert. Thank you, Stacy. Your skin, your skin, do you not have makeup on now? No. Oh, you look amazing. Thank you very much. I was thinking about having Stacy put a little bit of, <laughs> of cover on. Do you care about getting old? Are you scared? Uh, did, when you turned 50, did you go, that's 50? That's old. I don't feel 50. I don't. No. Uh, uh, growing up, we all thought 50 was an ancient yes. old man, but 50's not. 50's just us. Mm-hmm. We're just us. Do you still wrestle? I mean, professionally? I've, no, I've, but I mean, like, for fun. I go buddy. to the colleges and see who, uh, <laughs> yeah. who will scrap with me. Do you still. You've been in a fist fight this year? I've been in three. Uh, Last what? year. Oh, okay. I got in a fight with Mark Burnett. Who did you get in a fight I, with? Well, I got in a fight with him. <laughs> fucking Superman. Dean Cade fucking came up on me. Lord was there. Wait, Lord, so you were there for the Dean Cade fight? Right, right, you fucking right she was. You fucking right she was. Hey, did I back down from that fucker? That's what he said on his uh, on Twitter. She was standing right there. Hang on. Why, right, say, Tell for the those story. that don't know, and by the way, we really should put a disclaimer at the top of the show that uh, that while it may sound unlistenable, stick around. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tom, so so, tell us about all three the of these saddest fist day fights. of my life <laughs> and by, what, a, what a weird way to segue into wanting to talk about your fist fights you ever been a, you ever wrestled you ever get in a fist fight <laughs> no, I, I have here's the stories uh, give us Dean Kane. where are you at walk okay. us through it not everybody goes on TMZ right and I have a witness here which is yeah we got Lauren the most honorable person okay so I had been this altercation with Mark Burnett. Wait, the, wait Dean Kane was after Mark Burnett? Yes. Well, who was the first fist fight with out of the three? Uh, a guy, a guy at a, a scrum at uh, in New York. Just a guy that was pushy. <laughs> the guy, the guy that went like just pushy, and he and did and I did this. I'll I'll explain that. Let one. me ask you a question before you get on to yeah. these three things, because uh, you're going to allude to Mark Burnett. Your show that uh, was on Vice. 
Right, Viceland? Yeah. Or, I'll uh, tell you the first guy went. Which, which, <laughs> it's the airport. Again, stop talking. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the show that was on Vice, you, uh, the Trump tapes. Yeah. Uh, there were only like six episodes, I think. Eight, and it start, just started in Europe. It's played all over the world. Why are there only eight? You didn't finish. Oh, it's still going. Wait, I what? Mean, You're still shooting. I am shooting. I'm about to say for Vice, but we're still... I'm still okay. shooting. Because I loved it. My wife yes, and I loved you. it, and you were terrific. Thank you. And uh, it was funny, and it was enjoyable, and, uh, uh, but in there, did, did, now, does any of these fist fights, other than Mark Burnett, are because of this show? Yes. All right, go. Okay. I just I, tell him, okay. I gotta give a little backstory so that people know what we're talking <laughs> yes, about. Thank you. So, Mark Burnett uh, uh, had happened, and, uh, and, uh, which is uh, real, and uh, I don't know if you saw it today, but ABC News broke that Mark Burnett is being called in front of Congress because Mark Burnett uh, uh, brought a friend of Putin to Donald Trump during the inauguration and to Mike Flynn. Finally, what I'm saying is true. Yes. I did not say that. It just broke this morning on ABC. Lauren, is that accurate? Did you, can you confirm yeah. this? Because yeah. he's a rambling idiot. Yes. <laughs> I want to get I want to get facts yes. from somebody else. Right. Okay, it's confirmed. Yes. Okay, All right, go so, ahead, Tom. You were punched. So here you like this. We were over at Larry King. You're at Larry King's house. At Larry King's show. You're at Larry King's show, you and yeah. Dean Kane. I was at Larry King's show. I did an interview with Larry King. Okay. Beloved Larry King. As I'm leaving. Uh, I'm in the makeup area, and, uh, and right before I did my interview, I believe there was a guy sitting in the makeup chair, and he said, I know your ex-brother-in-law, uh, Eric Chabdella, his partner, writing partner, Keith Mitchell. Uh, we were on a boat together in uh, Michigan, and I said, oh, nice to meet you, uh, and he seemed very nice, and, you know, talked a little bit. I did my interview. On the way out, he was there, and I saw Dean Cade sitting, like he had an interview with Larry King. And uh, I said, hey, Dean. And uh, I saw, uh, I'm getting ready to leave. I see the Dean looks at that guy and he kind of nodded and he goes, stands up and he goes, hey, I, I, I'm mad that he called me a racist. And I saw him and I go, oh, uh, yeah. And, I, and I, now I'm like, I know he's going to challenge me to fight. Yeah, you can see the video. I take my glasses off. I go, yeah. Listen, uh, he goes, you call me a racist on Twitter. I go, yeah, uh, show me that. He goes, well, no. I go, show me it right now because uh, I know what that's about. He, you are the conservative convention, and you got up on stage with people that were uh, anti-LGBTQ, and there's teenagers committing suicide, and you were up there with them. They're using your face, to, and kids are committing suicide, and so you're part of it. Anyway, it, it, uh, we went through this whole thing. And I'm like this, and his buddy's filming it, unbeknownst to me. And it's actually a good shot, because you can see a stained glass window in the back. And you can see me take my glass off. She's standing with me. And I'm like, okay, we're fine. And I'm, you see me doing this, this, this. And at the end, I kind of make me, he's like, I didn't do it, though. I go, you got to be aware, man. When you're up there at these conservative conventions with these evangelicals, they, they hate kids, and there's kids committing suicide. That's your name up there. You either make a stand, say something. Otherwise, come on. That's okay. And I said, all right, you're not, okay. Then I hug him, and then I walk out, and I say to Lauren, I go, oh, my God. See, now that's the way you do it. Now, now uh, you know, we used to be friends, me and Dean. Now, we didn't get in a fight or anything. I'm like, that's the way we do it. We hugged. I get in the car. I'm on the way home. I get a call from my manager. He's like, holy shit, that video about you and Dean Cade. Dean Cade says you backed down from him, but if I challenged you and you, you backed down from him, I go, what? Yeah, he called, he's on Variety now. Did an interview say, you just backed down from him, he challenged you. And I'm like, what the fuck? Do you have a quote? I go, yeah, Dean Cade's a motherfucking pussy. I was in his face, so it just blew up. I didn't back, did I back down from him? 
I t- you can see me take the glasses off like, okay, here we hey, go. God, do me a favor, Tom, close your eyes for a second. Mm-hmm. Seriously, did he back down? <laughs> okay, he did not. All right, very good. All right, Tom, you can open your eyes. Yeah, I'm going to say this about me. Not that it's a healthy thing. You're not going to back down. Not back, there's, there's not, there's you're not going to back It's down. not going to happen. I, I, Be I, a Dean Cain or your brother. No, 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 <laughs> no. And believe DK played football, but there's just no way it's going to happen. Superman. Yes, but he and he knew that when he looked at me. He's like, "Oh, this fucking, it's not, it's not a but good thing a, to be you're crazy." A, you're a monster. Yes, and also, it's not. I, you should back down. I want to say, as a father, but in in this moment, at least with all this Trump stuff, you can just tell my my instincts were like, "Okay, here we go." You because I also don't want someone attacking me because I was just choked by a guy. I didn't see it coming. So I'm like, oh, he's going to, because I see his buddy here. I'm, he's standing here. I see it get up, and I turned the instantly. And, and you know, I think he's going to tag me. I don't want to break my glasses. I have a big head. These are hard to make. I can see. So I take him off, and I'm like, you know, so that it's just a natural thing mm-hmm. to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't want to fight people. But I don't want this guy attacking me with his buddy over here. Mm-hmm. And his buddy's the buddy with the uh, friends with Eric Champanel. Yeah, and his buddy's filming. And then afterwards, I said, yeah, your buddy filming. He goes, I didn't have a buddy. Well, he's a liar. And uh, he had a movie out he was promoting about. Dean Cain. Yeah, that week. So he wanted to use me, believe it or not, to promote his movie. When I can't even promote my own movie, obviously, here. Didn't <laughs> <laughs> have the worst guy to promote a movie. His is about is an anti-abortion movie. No, it's not. Is it really? Yeah, he plays a guy that uh, that uh, there was a terrible abortion doctor for real, like this guy that did abortions on people, on babies who were like four years old and shit. Oh, and, no, it was a true thing. That can't be true. You, you know, that's he's just, that's just murder. <laughs> D, yeah, that is no, but DK is so right wing. So I did not know that about you. Oh my god, he's crazy. I did not know that. He's crazy. Yeah, right. Not, he's it, Scott Bale crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even more. More than Scott Bay. Yeah. And he's DK's like a white supremacist crazy. Like I'm not kidding. He takes that side. He doesn't see anything Trump does uh, as bad ever. Now, tell me, I don't know if you remember, we're very pro-Trump on this show. <laughs> yeah. So it's very uncomfortable what you're saying right yes, now. But go ahead. Yes. Continue. But uh, he's weird. We're not. We're kidding. We're 100% kidding. He's, that, uh, so that, and he's a coward and he's weird. And uh, so that's who he is. <laughs> but anyway, there was this abortion doctor in Philadelphia that truly was a monster and performing abortions on women when they're like way too pregnant, like nine months right. plus for Way real yeah. like he was not a good he was cutting people and doing horrible things and he's he's in prison and he should be his name was Gosnell or something or Luke Gossett Jr. or something <laughs> I think it's Luke Gossett Jr. Yeah, no, but right. for real so Dean Cade of course is in that movie the, the one terrible abortion doctor and he's, he's got a machine gun no, or something now that's, now that's it Tom people have also you know, Mark Hamill played Ted Bundy that doesn't make him a horrible person right uh, just no a, but I mean just a role. that's the message but that DK wants to sell I know, I know he's also a terrible <laughs> yeah. person but I mean yeah. I don't know if that's the perfect example yeah, right, of right, right. for all I know it's a great movie because that is a that was a bad guy mm-hmm. but uh, nobody was going to it or something because it's such a touchy you know he's like I'm gonna find the one really bad abortion person that's going to represent everybody and he did abortions on black people i'm going to show that me the bad that abortions are killing the black people is the only thing is abortions otherwise black people have got it fucking made here Which is, <laughs> again the words of dean kane yeah but that's what they <laughs> through, say through tom arnold yeah uh I don't know Dean Kane. I uh, he hosts. Uh, he's part of the uh, Hollywood Parade, and he's awful. Yes, <laughs> I, I I was a host of that. Did you well, do that one year? Twice. Is that right? Twice. The Grand Marshal. 
Did you enjoy that? I probably did. Do you like parades? Is that something you like, Tom? I've got to imagine you've got 45 uh, minutes about this. Let me think. <laughs> well, I have to say this. You know, as my son, as I'm going through my stuff, my trunks. Oh, yeah, that's right. We teased the, the trunk story. Oh, we got well, the trunks. you know, over the last year, I've gotten into my trunks. I, have a, I had a trunk for my first marriage, second marriage, third marriage, and I've cleared everything out. And I've done it with my kids so they can see what my life has been like. You know, did you know Leonardo DiCaprio was at my first wedding? I did not. Know. I did not know that either. <laughs> for real, for real. Anyway, so, uh, you know, I've seen what my life's like, and... Uh, you know, I, I've got a lot of uh, state guys in my house from my in-laws and uh, and others. And my son is very defensive of me, my five-year-old son. And the in-laws are sitting in the living room one day. And my son says, my dad was a king. And I was like, oh, and he has these coins. It's my face. And I said, well, yeah, I was King Bacchus at Body Girl. So technically, I, I was a king. Because, <laughs> you know, and that had a parade. And 300,000 people cheered for me and he pulled out my picture in the tights and and you know i i was you know they're sitting there just scowling yeah but he, it's a series of things like that little boy my son but i was the king yeah and that was a parade and instead of being like you know that happened mm-hmm. you know it, it, it these things happen so yeah i like that parade okay I don't know. I don't you know. respond to that story. <laughs> I don't, I don't, have, a, I don't gave, have a clue whose side gave, I'm on. I, I gave him the beads. I gave beads and said, give these to your mother-in-law. She'll show you her tits. No, I didn't. But I thought about it. His sister-in-law. Or the, his aunt, Is this probably. helping sell this movie at all, Lauren? Is this helping getting That's people to see That's a humor in it. I will say that. At all? It's an 80s hairband. That's I'm their manager, and I'm going to make sure they make a comeback. They got one hit, a ballad, one of those things called a power, power ballad. ballad. Yep. And I'm taking them to Coachella, and I'm like, guys, you're going to make a fucking comeback. You need to write one more hit. Mm-hmm. So we're stopping for some peyote at Joshua Tree, and uh, things go sideways, and a bunch of killer ants start growing. Shot Aston Peas on one. The, the, the Native American says, don't hurt anything in nature, and fucking shot Aston, per usual, pisses on one and they start growing and killing in the movie yes and in real life and they start going and and i'm the kind of manager that's like fuck it we're getting to the show you don't have an arm we're getting to the motherfucking show because that's what it's about the show must go on guys and it's hilarious and the the special effects are it's like an old drive-in movie Mm -hmm. and these guys you know jake Busey and reese uh, from uh, uh entourage and uh Sean and and the uh, Sydney, uh, huh? Not Lisa. No, the girl, the young, the kid, the actors. Sydney. Sydney. Yeah. No, they're made, what? Sweetie. Who, who Oliver? Oh my God, she's so. F- Who's Oliver? Garen. <laughs> yeah, but they, they are so fun and they were so into it. Hang on, Tom. I just called my intern by my son's name. <laughs> Uh, very uncomfortable, Garen. I apologize for that. But you know, I do see you, think of you as a son. Oh, thank you. You know, and it's time to move out. <laughs> Go ahead, Tom. You were your trunk. <laughs> I remember. Okay, so it's just uh, they're such fun. They're such fun. Do you want to fu- do you want to punch him? No, that was kind of the response. I, I remember. I was trying to have it last time when I was here. He was here. It was a sad thing. Yeah, he was going to somewhere for food. It was he was super excited about it. Oh, he was going oh, to uh, Wiener Schnitzel. Wiener Schnitzel and get yeah. five. Oh, dogs. that's right. Sack of dogs. Sack of dogs. Yeah, he would get a bag full of yes. hot dogs and then eat one yes. and then take it. Yes, home. Dax Shepard. <laughs> Jesus, what? Are you stalking him? What? You could be his son. This guy here, he's literally, you know, like a 
Are you? You think he's a spitting image of yes, Dax Shepard? Yes, sounds like him. You huh. can be Dax Shepard's son. Does he have a podcast? Very good chance he's younger a, than you. He has a very successful podcast. Yes, he does. He does. Okay, that's what's happening. No offense. No offense. Well, these no, celebrities sure this come is in. Okay, <laughs> this is you. No, I don't know. I, I, mine got canceled. Because I talk too much, believe it or not. <laughs> Tom, now, do you ever talk, when you were doing these Trump tape things, yes. do you guys ever talk about you and Trump getting together and starting Adderall? Does that ever happen? <laughs> I, let me tell you, he does start Adderall. He does many things. Well, first of all, what do you think? What do you think he does? Look at his doctor. Look at the doctors he has. He has doctors like I would have. <laughs> first of all, that's why I'm not the president. Right. Right? Everything he does is there is no, everything I've ever said that he does is true. Right. And if I people are like, well, okay, it's time to, Tom, it's over, it's over. It's not over. Because it's not ask, over. Let me ask you this. They say, Mark Burnett, he created this fiction and people voted. It's all right. I go, no. Let me ask you this. If, if somebody said that guy could be a pilot and he was on a TV show, but it turns out he didn't have a license, he didn't know how to fly a plane, and that your kids are on that plate and you see him up in the front he hasn't crashed the plate yet but you know oh he doesn't know how to fly a plane right now would you feel like I gotta do something I'm the one guy that knows that's how I am with Donald Trump and let me tell you something right now the government is shut down the air traffic controllers are not getting paid they aren't sleeping at night TSA they're not getting paid a fucking plane's gonna crash in this country right now I'm for real because this guy is incompetent. He doesn't know what he's doing. Your staff is Mark, cringing right now. Mark my words. <laughs> Mark my words. What'd you say, Lord? I'm flying tomorrow. You're flying tomorrow? I'm, fl- yeah, I'm flying on Thursday. And I'm flying on Saturday. Yeah, where are you going, Lauren? Uh, New York. New York. She's going to New York. What do you see? I'm going with her. You see it being a to shorter, make sure it's safe. Is it a shorter flight? What kind of flight you have? No, but I'm saying we got to do something. Yeah. yeah, of course we I'm do. I'm saying, would you put your kid on a plane with Donald Trump? Would I? No. For the photo op. <laughs> no, of course not. I don't yeah. want to be anywhere near that asshole. Yeah, there you go. These people are like, Tom, it's, a, it's fine. Well, it's not fine. Our whole cut, this guy is a menace. We're in a day, we're in danger. And I'm going to keep doing what, hey, people don't have to do what I'm doing, but I'm going to keep doing it until he resides. Let me ask you a question, Tom. Mm-hmm. Uh, you brought up Mark Burnett again. Yeah. What happened uh, in that story? You were at an event, and yeah. and he came, you went up to him. He came up to you. Yeah. Was it for your show? Was it not for your it was show? Not my show. Um, I went to the uh, night before the Emmys party. Uh, Brian Fogel is a friend of mine. Uh, he uh, Brian won the Oscar last year for Icarus Best Documentary. Brian called me it was Sunday afternoon. It's uh, a great sh- movie. Did you see Icarus? Very good. I've not seen it. It's about the Russian doping scandal. Yeah, yeah. Very intense. It's really great. Brilliant movie. Um, Sunday afternoon, uh, my show is wrapped. And uh, in fact, uh, uh, the people at Viceland, uh, the president of Viceland fucking hates me. Oh, is that true? Yeah. And uh, uh, they did not want me anywhere near, because uh, they, they're friends with Mark Burnett. They're friends with these people. They want to do business with these people. The Friday before, Mark Burnett had sent a legal letter to Vice saying, you know what, I'm not going to have your show pulled off the air, but this guy, Tom Arnold, shows up at my office and, you know, we're friends and let's keep it friendly. And so I'm like, you guys are, you know, fuck that guy. They're like, yeah, but, you know, we want to do other shows with him and let's take it easy. And so 
uh, Sunday afternoon, I'm at uh, uh, Rod Herman. I get a call from from Brian. He's like, "Are you going to this thing tonight?" I go, "No, I don't even think I was invited." And, and I'm not going to do anything. So, do you want to go with me? He goes, "I'll stop and pick you up." And I'm like, "Okay." So, you know, I'm feeling insecure anyway. And uh, even when you do a show like this Trump show, you know how you just said, "Tom, you're a crazy person." Whatever. People, even liberals, are like. Yeah, we hate Trump, but you're crazy, Tom. We don't want to be involved with that. So I go to this thing, and we're the last people there. You're Fogel. Yeah, and it's all the fancy people. And, and nobody really wants to see me this year, especially. And so we get to the bottom. We take our picture of the red carpet. We're the last people there. The Target Dog, that's the sponsor of this event, with the eye, with the eye thing. Uh-huh. Honest to God, won't take a picture with us. <laughs> it's the truth. So we start to, there's a stairway to walk up to get into the, it's in uh, Century City there. They have a tented. To get into the party, you have to walk up the stairway into the tented area. And I, I start walking up the stairway. And I look at the top and I see a guy that looks like Mark Burnett. And I was like, what are the odds of that? Right. And, uh, and then I look at it. I was like, oh my God, that is Mark Burnett. And Brian does know who Mark Burnett is. And uh, I'm like, holy shit. He's standing up there. And he's standing up there, his hands on his hips, looking down at me. He sees you. Yeah, with his buddies. And his chest is pumped out. Yeah. And he's like talking. He's like, that's Tom Arnold, mate. You know, I'm going to fucking block him from coming to this party. And I'm like, oh, fuck, this guy, you know, he's got $600 million. He tried to get my show pulled off the air. He's done about 10 things to me to keep me from working in this business. Really shitty things. You know, I, I don't have a job after this. My show is not coming back on the air. And this motherfucker is going to block me from coming to this party physically. And so I, I'm like, well, fuck him. So as I get to the top of the stairs, I, got, I decide I'm going to walk around him. And uh, I get to the next last stair, and he reaches over and gets his hand all the way down my esophagus. And it kind of it stuns me because it's dark there, and I... I, I Got to fall backwards, and, and uh, you know I lose my balance. I grab his his uh, his uh, belt loop, and, and, I, and I go, "Hey, motherfucker, you better let me to the top of the stairs, and get even, get my balance, so we can fight fair." And uh, Jeff Probst is with him and two and his group. They go, "Oh fuck, Mark, you're choking him! Stop!" And they they start pulling him off. And as they pull him off, I get enough to get up to the top stair. We get even and sideways. And that's what most people in Hollywood saw. Mm-hmm. Now we're in front of people. And they saw me do this. Hey, motherfucker. And I just unloaded on him. And he had a gold Jesus chain. First of all, he's got a pink shirt with a pink leather coat from fucking, the fucking, what was it in Greece? A pinky, the, the, the pink the, ladies. The pink ladies, yeah. With a fucking gold Jesus chain. Like right here. I'm like, I'm fucking taking some of that. Bam, bam. And I take his gold Jesus chain and throw it in the fucking bushes. And, uh, and Brian Fogel, by the way, he doesn't know what's going on. He knows you're not supposed to film in there. And he's like, Mom, I'm at this party and I'm filming. He doesn't know, but he's, his camera is on. So it goes, so what are the odds that the guy that won the documentary for this brilliant film inside russia right that beat putin is standing next to me when motherfucking mark burnett decides hey i'm gonna fuck with it of all the people right in our business so this happens and then uh then his buddies they pull and i saw in his face he's like shocked he was shocked because 
I think he thought, why did I do that? It was crazy. He's also shocked because, you know, it's going to be, fu- I'm going to fucking, yeah, you know. You're a farmer. Gonna, yeah. But then, he, but, but he was a special forces guy in the UK. I did not know that. Which is almost like being a real special forces guy. But his, they pulled him away and I'm like, don't let that motherfucker leave. I He fucking attacked, I filed the charges. Don't let me, they pull him down. They take me over here. And the, the security's like, okay, this is charity event, Tom. We'd rather not have the cops here. And I'm like, yeah, bring him here right now. Me and Mark, you guys leave. I just want to talk to him. I want to finish this. Just he and I, they're like, we wish we could. We wish it was the old days. And anyway, they separate us. And then they're, they're, they're fucking around. They say they've called the cops, but they haven't. Mm. And they're like playing it. And then finally, they're like, well, uh, the cops will come, but then you can't go back in. Or Brian. And Brian's like, what are you talking about? I, I can't Fogel go in. Yeah, that's what they said. He goes, and he runs. Like he's going in. Because I'm sure I saw the movie. <laughs> and then they're like, going to tackle Brian Fogel. I go, oh, fuck. Katzenberg's going to love it. You tackle the guy that won the Oscar. And then Katzenberg comes running out. He's like, whoa, whoa. Of course Tom could come back in. Of course, Brian. So he walks to the end. He goes, listen, Burnett's in here somewhere. If you see him, try not to kill him. Okay, and I go, okay. And so, so we stayed for the rest of the, we were the last people to leave that party. Now, during my, I get a call from my lawyer. He's like, holy shit. Uh, Selma Blair or Roma Dowdy just tweeted a picture of a fake bruise on her head. Say, you attacked her. I said, I didn't even see her. And Brian's like, someone kicked my phone out of my head. So, uh, so she tweeted a fake and said, you know, so all this goes, by the way, if I had attacked him or her, at this party, he is the most powerful guy in television. Six shows on the air. CEO of MGM Television. And I attacked his wife. I attacked a woman. Would I have not been asked to leave that motherfucking party? Yes, they would have been. Would I have not been arrested? You'd so be that's arrested, yes. bullshit. So anyway, we stayed. And then, then the cops, the next day, they came over there, checked it out. He had 15 people live for him, including people at Endeavor. Uh, uh, William Morris Endeavor people there he had people it was so hard for me to get a witness so but but it's all working out it's working out yes yep it's all gonna be fine you're being a little cagey well I mean, you have to be well, when, when you're right keep it close and to we the tell the truth got it you know it just has the fact that he lost it and attacked me was a huge Mistake. Mm-hmm. It was a huge, and I noticed the people around Trump. They get very entitled. They're like, "Now I am the president. Now I can do something incredibly stupid that is going to cost me everything, and everything that Tom Arnold said and wants, every piece of tape, he's going to have access to, because that was so stupid. Mm. And I am going to lose everything. So." You'll see. Let me ask you a question, Tom. When you were fighting, did Jeff Probst do that thing with his arms to start you guys fighting? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But, but so many people, then all the celebrities, they called around and said, what did you see? And they're like, I didn't see anything. I just saw Mark Burnett choking Tom. So I didn't see the beginning. I'm like, that was the beginning. That was the beginning. Like Jenna Fisher for The Office was talking to Robo Dowdy. And she said, well, Robo was talking to me. And she's like, oh, my God. Marcus choking Tom Arnold. And she ran. And Jenna Fisher's like, oh, my God, I'm calling 911. And she ran. And so she's like, yeah, I didn't see the beginning. I just saw Mark choking you. I go, that was the beginning. So they don't know. People, she's the nice person in the world. Who would assume that that's the beginning? Of right. It? Nobody would. No. That is bananas. So, 
Yeah, it is bananas. But that fucker thought, I'm going to fuck it. And I, he put his chin, his chin hit my chin. He was all fucked up too. And I could smell his fucking breath. Yeah. And I'm like, this fucking dude thought he could be like in the sixth grade. And I was in the fourth grade. And he and his friends are going to block me. He was with some guys for the Bear Girls show too. They're going to block me for coming to this fucking party. I'm like, that is just, that is not happening. Wow. You know. Fuck that. No, I won't be invited back next year, but. I've never been invited and at all. And then Guy Slattery, the president of Vice, yeah. called me the next day and goes, he didn't ask how I was. I'd be in the hospital because I only have one working vocal cord. And uh, and my doctor from UCLA is on the board of that. He was there. And so I had to go down and have a scope put down my nose. And, and there was damage. I had to, you know, this is no bullshit. And so a Guy Slattery from Vice calls and goes, now to reiterate, Mark Burnett, we're friends with him. He he didn't really say he was going to shut the show. He didn't ask how I was. He didn't say how was the doctor. That fucker has called me three times. And it was always about, hey, watch what you say about Mark Burnett mm-hmm. or Nancy Dubuque, the, his boss. Yeah, I got to deal with her. So try not to say. I guess I said she had a, a black husband, and I quoted dog and dog the bounty hunter as <laughs> my reference point of reference. He goes, yeah. Yeah, that's not true. You quote a dog to body hunter. Go, hey, I quote a dog to body hunter for my biographical information. People should know that that may not be the best source. So he goes, yeah, you're causing trouble with me here at Vice Corporate. I go, fuck you. Yeah. Support me. I'm doing this fucking show. People are trying to fucking murder me at my house. I have the guy to have secret service. I got the, all this shit going on. Who's trying to murder your house, Tom? Well, I, I get a lot of death threats. You do? A lot of death from, threats. Uh, oh. From Trump supporters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, from the red hat. The NRA. Uh, I see. If you say anything, it's about you know they're they're it's bullshit. But and they ended up they kind of burned your show off, didn't they? They uh, they aired them yes. all in one night. Yes. Yes. At the now end. That, that explains this because I I even said it. Why is this on from midnight to three in the morning? The last three episodes. Yes. It made but no it sense. really is a bad network for my show because it's really sort of a pot and food network. And uh, but I'm so grateful I got to do the show because. Yep. Before I finished it, they tried to bum rush me, and I'm like, I'm not finishing it until we do it my way. And they're like, well, then we won't air. I go, fuck you then. Don't air it at all. And they're like, okay, what do you need? And I brought a guy named Jeff Salmon out, and I started over because the producer, they were going behind my back. They weren't consulting me. They were lying to me. And a guy named Jeff Salmon who works at Vice out in New York, who's a very good producer, we sat, we went for a frame one, that advice every day, and we redid it my way, mm-hmm. and I'm proud of it. It's not perfect. I'm proud of it. I'm proud of the people I worked with. I work with legitimately great people. The editors and shit, there's so many talented people at Vice, not the people on top, but the young people, the editors and stuff. And, uh, you know, I sat with a three-man, me and Jeff and an editor, and we redid it. It, uh, I, I really enjoyed that, but I had to say all the way down to my last day. I go, I'm not finishing it. They go, well, then you're gonna. I go, no, then we won't air it. I go, well, I guess not. I see. Because, but uh, you know, they did the eight episodes. I like it a lot. I'm proud of it, and we'll do this this other thing. But I'm on it till Trump. I'd like on. to see more. I, I you, who's you your will. little sidekick on that? That's Jacob, my goddamn assistant. Oh, he really By is your way, assistant. Yeah. He's uh he's from the synagogue. The first Jacob was taller, and then he he, he had to, he got a job at, at uh, Endeavor, and then he's like, hey, you like this other Jacob? He's super Jewy, and so he's that's little Jacob. So day two of him working there, they go, we need someone to play your assistant on the show. And I go, I got the guy. Well, we want to audition people. I go, I got the guy, and so uh, 
Then he started being my assistant on the show. Yeah. He disappeared dead of ice. I go, hey, fucker, you're my goddamn assistant in real life. He goes, yeah, I know, but uh, I'm also on the show. I go, no, those fuckers are, are gaslighting me down there. You better remember where your bread is buttered, but he's a nice kid. But now is he, he's no longer your assistant? No. He's, he's advice now. He's, no, no, he's he's uh, making documentaries. Now, you pointed over at Lauren. Does Lauren have something to do with Jacob? Why did we uh, why did No, Lauren I just give it a general. Uh, that's for uh, Lauren uh, has, has credibility. So I point that way, <laughs> and because then David came after Jacob. They're all buddies, and now Ben. They're all friends, my assistants. But Jacob is a very sweet boy. So and if you're doing more of these, this Ben will be your assistant on the new uh, the new episodes. Sure. Yes. Okay. Well, just whoever. where's Ben today? What's Ben doing today? Ben is guard. He's at the house. He's going to the premiere tonight. Okay. The, He's the, a the very nice premiere boy. of Dead Ants. Yes. That He's very excited he came with his suit today. Oh, he wore a little suit? Yes. And uh, Ben Gale is his name. Mm-hmm. He's got a girl's name. And he's a he was a I found out he was a king of his prom prom, maybe? Prom King. And he went, this small world, I have the heart camp, Camp Del Corazon, this wonderful camp for children and with heart disease I've been a part of for almost 20 years. The two people that founded it, uh, Kevin Shannon and Lisa Knight. Lisa's an amazing nurse. Kevin's a pediatric cardiologist. Kevin, it took him a long time to like me. Probably still does it because he's a straight arrow. He's a Mormon. He's amazing. And Lisa and I are, are like soulmates. We fight, whatever. All this time, Kevin... His daughter went to the problem with Ben. She is this. Uh, uh, <laughs> so the fact that Ben had to go over there and take his pure, amazing uh, Aryan uh, daughter to this guy who's had to deal with me every right. year at my, my mouth at that camp and get, just be horrified. It's a, what, it's a small world is what I'm saying. But he sounds like he's very handsome, Ben. He has a giant head. He looks like Alfred E. Newman, which I asked oh, him no, about. That's not he has no idea who Alfred E. Newman is. He's a very sweet boy. His mom was a, the head of child psychology at UCLA. He's a, she's a, she works at the VA. His dad is something. He was something. He lives with his parents, dude. He's a very nice boy. My children love him. All the people that work at my house have experience with children. Mm-hmm. They work at the Hess Kramer uh, Jewish Kids Camp. And they all, because if you work with me, you got to be able to do stuff. And my children come in my office they're a part of everything uh when i was cleaning out the garage my son collects stuff out of the garage we shred it we had a professional your kid like this there's a semi truck that's a shredder it's all a shredder it comes to your house your son my son took uh stacks and stacks of stuff to be shredded he sold it to them they shredded it they gave him a piece of paper for what they paid him they sent it to china they make paper out of it in China. They send it back here, and you can buy it back at uh, Paper Depot. That's a, part of that's true. The part where they shred it, the part where they pay money is not. But right. he, they did it for it. a little boy. Yeah, yeah. And they, they, they sell, send it to China on a boat, mm-hmm. and they turn it into paper so they don't have to chop down trees. And it goes on a boat. Yes, mm-hmm. a barge. And but but he learned this, and he was so proud. And and we went out, and, and uh, it was just. Uh, you know, it's a process of teaching kids. Here's how you make money: you you create this complete lie. <laughs> you shred dad's all all his old marriage. Yeah, what are you shredding? What's going on that you got to shred? Oh my god! Because uh, as a guy that's uh, hunting for something to bring Trump down, what are you hiding? What are you uh, What are you shredding, Tom? Lot of, you know, I don't think you have to keep documents after ten years right. uh, old stuff. Yeah, shred them up. Um, a lot of embarrassing stuff, you know. 
Uh, mostly that kind of stuff. All right. You know, I mean, you go through all the old press stuff. It's stupid. Why do you have clippings of yourself? Why do you have, you know... You know, because maybe you were proud of that achievement at one point. Well, I mean, I have I have scrapbooks my grandma actually made for me because mm-hmm. that's something. But you know, all these TV shows on VHS or even DVD, who needs it? You know, hundreds and hundreds of hours. You know, all these things you can you can find it if you want to. All these pr- clippings about divorces and the tabloids. You kept all that? <laughs> it's all in there. Yeah, because my publicist, old publicist, slow boat this stuff. No, I shredded it. Yeah, China. Yeah, that's what we did. <laughs> we said 150 giant trash. What are those things called outside the house? That trash goes in. What? Pods? No, the trash things. Dumpster. Yeah, dumpsters. Yeah, 150 of those. You got pods. But out it's there, also it funny like to look at your other um, and I keep you know how things went in your other marriages. And that's you know. And, and by the way, instead of just hiding your, well, I had some amazing other weddings. You know, Chris Farley was the best man at my second wedding. And I'm looking at it. That was that Champanella was your second yes, wedding? Yes. That was an amazing wedding. And not just because, you know, you don't, you know, I was always embarrassed. Well, I failed at that marriage. But then I look at that wedding and I've seen all these people that showed up. And it's so nice. You know, some of them are alive now, even. But there was also people that aren't. And I forgot all the people that came. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, instead of just being, hiding that and forgetting it. Shred it. No, I, mean, I know, Tom. <laughs> but you know, you do shred. You pay a thousand or two thousand dollars for these books. Shred it. But it's okay to remember. Oh my God, these people showed up. Hey, there's Hugh Grant. There's uh, hey, Jody Grant. Cusack and her dad, Mr. Cusack. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, whoever, and there's an old friend from I grew up with, and there's this. They all showed up there. Was Johnny there? Your brother? Yeah, Johnny came to all. Yes, did, did he come to all three weddings? Yeah, yeah. Now your first wife, we, by the way, somebody of note, right? Do we know your first wife? His wife was there, and my my cousin, and my nephew, who committed suicide, was a rig bear. He was a little boy then, Aww. and uh, that's something, though, you know. And so, you know, uh, not to t- to bring it down, but he's a rig bear. He's a little boy about your size, and uh, he was there. <laughs> that's he. I brought a joke in to make it. So it was. You may not made, know made it, what I the word it okay. joke means. I made it okay. Okay. I made it, you made it. You think you made it okay? Yeah. I'm hurt. Yeah, no, you know. I'm hurt over. Watch your throat. I got you Mark know. Burnett moves in me. You know. Uh, yeah, you do. You're right, I, do. I know you do. I'll stand at the That's top of the stairs. That's why I respect you. By the way, what a, if I may, I don't know I don't know Mark Burnett at all, but what a pussy move to stand at the top of stairs and yes. attack somebody yeah. when a guy is coming up and he's, <clears> you know, yeah. Listen, right, doesn't have footing. I, I respect you. You would, you would have my back for 100%. Listen, I don't, don't know you 74. would. Listen, <laughs> tops. People ask me, uh, who's tough? You're tough. Listen, you're a dad. you got to fucking, if, no, I'm you are. I'm hiding under a fucking table. What are you talking no, about? No, you're not. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. That's not even No, I would. That's the truth. You I would. would. I would. You fucking, I know you would. I would get my ass kicked, no, but I would but you would you would I, I know you you would that's yeah, that's it you would that's the deal is that your way of apologizing for the short joke <laughs> no that's the way me thinking oh we're at the same level you, you can make fun of me I, I make fun of you but the truth is you would yeah and, uh, and I do apologize if that bothered you but I figured you know I just, uh, no, yeah. but I do, but there's that. You know what? All right, listen, Tom, we've got to take another break. Okay. Uh, we'll do that now, and that's really just to give the listener a breather. It's really <laughs> okay. just to let them uh, really just get their lives together and try to okay. figure out what the hell just Are happened. Are we okay, guys? You okay on time, Lauren? You got 10 more minutes? Yeah. 
Okay. Okay. All right. Thank so, you, guys. Uh, we'll take another break. Maybe Tom, instead of ads, we should just put a moment of silence right here. I think that'd be helpful. <laughs> just let people rest. What are you and Kristen <laughs> doing tonight, Dax? Oh, my God. KB. I mean, I take it as a compliment, I guess. It's very handsome. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Married to a beautiful lady. They got, a, yeah. they got one or two kids. Two. I think they've taken two children. Same yeah. age as mine. They're oh, fantastic. Uh, you still wrestle? I will. Yeah, always. No, you should always wrestle. I wrestle with my son all the time. <laughs> of I course. There's nothing better. I mean, and the day that he, he tells me. Strong and weird, like, but he's, but he's gonna, one day he's going to say, I don't want to wrestle anymore, Dad, and it's going to break my heart. Do you ever get your teeth knocked out accident? Like, Do you ever worry about that? I don't worry about it. Okay. I you, gotta, I gotta, you don't have an overbite. I got a beautiful set of choppers. Yeah. These things aren't going anywhere. You always wear your mouth guard. <laughs> yeah, we wrestle. We get out in the. Yeah. <laughs> pull the mats outside. Let's get the mouth guard. Yeah. Let's get the headgear on. Singlet on. Uh, busy. All right, we'll be back right after this. Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Tom Arnold is on Twitter at Tom Arnold, a very good follow, as I recall uh, from my days on Twitter. Always entertaining, uh, a lot of interesting stuff happening in his life uh, as usual. So check him out there. Also check out Dead Ant comes out this Friday on demand and in theaters. So uh, if you like sci-fi comedy, it sounds like a good time. Check it out. You'll hear him talking about it on this episode if you haven't already. Meanwhile, uh, Jimmy and myself will be going to Bloomington, Indiana this weekend. Jimmy's doing stand-up on the 25th and 26th at the Comedy Attic in Bloomington. And then Never Not Funny is live on the 27th matinee show. Then in March, we're going to Dallas. Uh, That is the Comedy House 10 p.m. show on March 1st in Dallas. Uh, That's live Never Not Funny. Saturday, Houston's White Oak uh, Music Hall. That's a uh, 7 p.m. show, 9.30 stand-up for Jimmy. There's a package deal available there on March 2nd. And March 3rd, matinee show in St. Louis. Helium in St. Louis. That's Never Not Funny live. And uh, I know Jimmy has some stand-up dates coming up, too. Dr. Grins, February 7th through the 9th. That's in uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan. And then he's at Zanies and Rosemont. Uh, that's the Chicagoland area. He's uh, there on March 21st and 22nd. That's a Thursday, Friday, kind of unusual. So check him out if you're around uh, Chicago on the 21st and 22nd of March. And finally, check out podswag.com for all of our newest shirts. There's a very cool... Um, Chicago's Greatest Hits inspired shirt that just went up. But you can also still get in on this contest. I don't know what the latest numbers are, but I think Glug is beating Lazy Queen right now, and I'm not happy about it. So please get over to podswag.com and buy a Lazy Queen shirt. Definitely don't buy the Glug shirt. That's disgusting. Goodbye. Uh, listen, this is, you, you know, this, uh, Belknap and, and Hochberg and myself, we love the factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten up over at the factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, Hey, this is good stuff. Once you factor, you can't go back there. Yeah. It's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it. You'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah, in the, I, in the I imagine, 16 years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre me. Like I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like before I had a kid. It, it, oh yeah, it, it sure. was prior to Oliver's. Where I don't, I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on? With we're here to talk about Factor. Yeah. Although you know what. Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down. 
watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the Wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's get them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh my God. Oh, they got all this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash Pardo50. Use code Pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code Pardo50 at factormeals.com slash Pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hey, sometimes you find yourself uh, the, the wallet's uh, missing a couple of bucks. Now, who, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earn-in's there if you got a last-minute uh, gift for a loved one, an expect, uh, unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way. People saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the, at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. Even though vet covers pet. I mean, what other, are you at the wild animal vet yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier oh okay uh i, I think people I, I think they like the sound of pet vet it does sound fun it is fun to say i get it uh but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun so uh, that's a good point yeah why are they yeah. why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their very you know, serious issue you know capricious say <laughs> uh now listen this is it, here's the important thing Earning is there because the, the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good. I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where earning jumps in. Yes. Uh, earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah. It's, but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I I think about earning i think about financial stability security it gives me a lot of peace of mind that's what they're saying they say it like that yeah they, i would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement no, these, these are people that uh, you, you know when they're giving a testimonial they're caught off guard and they're, then they, they're not comfortable in front of a microphone they're, exactly these are right. not professional these broadcasters like we are yeah, they, they they sound stilted but that's real that's genuine thank you Matt. again it gives them peace of mind <laughs> uh hey download earning today that is spelled e-a-r-n-i-n and that's in the google play or apple app store when you download the earning app type in never not funny under podcast please when you sign up it'll help the show let's them know who said to you there who directed you there once again put in never not funny under podcast subject your available earnings location daily max and pay period max see earning.com slash tos for details earning is a financial technology company not a bank bank products are issued by evolved bank and trust member fdic earning it's your money get it now matt i got uh i got some news for you oh uh, what's going on sexual performance issues are more common than you think how common do you think they are because uh, i got more news. i got news for you okay more than you think they are well, I, I think they're relatively common, but not overly so. No, you're wrong. They are more they're common. Even more they, so. They're even more. Wow. That's incredible. Well, listen, thanks to science, ED can be optional. Yeah. With forhims.com, Matt, that is F-O-R-H-I-M-S.com. That is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness for men. Mm-hmm. Now, listen, HIMS connects you with real doctors and medical-grade solutions to treat ED. What if I just was reading this fast and I thought it was Ed? Just some guy named Ed is giving you a hassle before you to, hymns can solve it. You have to treat Ed. You got to treat Ed. Got to treat him right. 
There's no waiting room. There's no awkward in-person doctor visits. Just answer a few quick questions and chat with a doctor for a confidential review. I can't imagine anyone who would want to do it the other way. Like if they're like, no, I'd actually rather go to a doctor's office, sit down and talk to a man in a lab coat about the fact that my penis won't get erect. Well, listen, this is unless that's your maybe that turns you on. Maybe Maybe that's your bag. Maybe that's how you get it up. Maybe that's the only thing that gets it up. Right. (laughs) Chit chatting with a lab coat. (laughs) Well, if that's your bag, then more power to you. You know what? Don't judge, man. But for everybody else, there's hymns. Uh, it's erectile without the dysfunction. Hey. Now try hymns for a month today and get started for just five bucks. That is while supplies last. See the website for full details for f- for full details. Mm-hmm. That's what's kept me out of the VO game for years. <laughs> Those three words for full details. See, yeah, for full details. For full for God. What if you do it this way? For full details. I, that's what I just tried to do, and it still was a disaster. Really? For full details. For full details. For full details. For full details. Nope. Anyway, this would cost you 100 bucks if you went to the doctor or the pharmacy. I want you to go to 4 slash NNF. Mm-hmm. A little different code here. Okay. The code for 4 hymns is NNF. Yeah. That is F-O-R. That's H- our initials. Yes, man, it is. F-O-R, H-I-M-S dot com slash N-N-F. That is 4 slash N-N-F, and you can get started for just $5. 4 hymns. A better way to bone. <laughs> Hey, here's a tip, jerks. Oh. No guy looks good in a long, bulky dress shirt when it's untucked. And boy, yeah, especially so when you're my height, yee! Yeah, do you want to look like a frat guy who's out in the parking lot trying to tussle? I, I don't. That's what that, to, to me, that seems like someone gets dressed up and then they get drunk and then they get into a fight and someone pulls their shirt and it pulls out and then it's just hanging down low. Right. Looks sloppy. Looks bad. Well, you might think it looks casual. It doesn't. Makes you look sloppy. Mm-hmm. That's because they were never meant to be worn that way, morons. <laughs> You're supposed to be tucking those shirts in like a gentleman. Yeah. Untuck it. U-N-T-U-C-K, little I-T. Make shirts specifically designed to be worn untucked. They are not too long. Mm-hmm. And guess what, buddy? Not too short. They are not too short. They're the Goldilocks of shirts. Thank you for saying it. It's got a clean, casual look you can even wear at the office. With more than 50 fit combinations, untucket shirts look great on tall, short, slim, and athletic guys of all ages. Now, listen, I've got an untucket shirt. And again, I'm one of these. They mentioned uh, shorter guys and slim. I'm both of those. Yeah. And I wear my untucket shirt and it, uh, boy, it does lay very nicely. Yeah, it's they're great. I have one, too. Um, and it's they actually come in slim and regular. So, you know, based on your body shape, you can adjust accordingly. Obviously, there's different sizes, small, medium, large. Obviously. Extra large, extra small. But then also uh, neck sizes and, and shirt lengths or yeah. sleeve lengths. They got they got a really good sizing situation there. You can look it up and uh, see what you're dealing with. They've also got sweaters and polos. They do, which I actually love. I'm hoping to uh, make a purchase soon mm-hmm. and untuck it. Uh, apparently a giant is uh, upstairs at the moment and jumping up and down. Yeah. Uh, here's what you guys can do. Uh, go to untuckit.com, U-N-T-U-C-K-I-T.com, or dig this, Matt, visit one of Untuckit's 50 stores that are located across the U.S. and Canada. Yeah. If you can't do that, Untuckit offers free shipping and returns on all orders here in the United States. And if you use the promo code HAPPY, for 20% off your first purchase. Because I'm happy. Clap along if you feel like happiness is the truth. Clap along if you feel like happiness is for you. 
Uh, use the promo code HAPPY for 20% off your first purchase. So if you want the perfect fitting shirt, regardless of your shape or size, try the original Untucked shirt. Remember, remember, remember. Do you remember? Bop, bop. In September. Uh, Leonid and friends did that in their encore. Really? Yeah, two and a half hours of Chicago. Pulled out a little cool uh, Encore, game? Earth, Wind & Fire. Earth, Wind & Fire. Yeah. And by the way, uh, you'd be disappointed because it's not another Chicago song, but it was phenomenal. Of course. I, I want to set a moratorium on the show of us saying, by the way, that seems to be the go-to for anybody to add something to the conversation, mm. myself included. By the you way. Because you, you hate that song by Red Hot Chili Peppers. You don't want to give them a shout out. I can go further. I hate the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> yeah. uh, remember, use promo code HAPPY for 20% off your first purchase. That is promo code HAPPY by going to untuckit.com or visit one of their stores. Which I bet you can find with a store locator on untuckit.com. That's right. Untuckit. A better way to dress. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Tom Arnold is here. Uh, uh, Lauren is also with us. I'm not 100 Lauren, are you a publicist? Is that uh, Lauren, the publicist for this uh, production company, i got to imagine? The movie company? Is that who you're from? Or personal Should publicist? Personal. She's my friend, too. All right. And then also a friend. And then Stacy is here, who's also a friend. Your longtime yeah, makeup lady. She's, uh, yeah, so she's been uh, since the summer, right? Oh, that's yeah. it? Just since the summer? Seems like you guys have been together a long time. Well, we, we, we're very, you don't have to be it's, it, you don't have to be a long time when you bond with somebody. I understand. How long have we known each other? I first met you officially when you were doing a pilot for the Gong Show. That's something I pulled out of my box for real. Really? Oh my gosh, what year was that? Yeah, I couldn't tell you. How? Oh, oh my gosh, that yeah. was so funny. It was shot at a uh, at a theater in North Hollywood. Russ Krasnoff was involved with Sony. Oh, Maureen, yeah, but it was, uh, it was I, Paramount. I want to say Paramount. Oh, maybe, well, yes. No, no. I think, no, Sony. You're right. Yes. I think it was Sony. Oh, my gosh. Could, yeah. What is it? 90? Or was it before then? Oh, my gosh. That was crazy. I can't tell you. It was uh, me, Nicole Sullivan. Yes. Oh, God. She's funny. And somebody else. Yes. I forget who the other panelist was. Yeah. Uh, she's a yeah, nice person that's when we first, and then I did the, the roast for Bud Freeman for your charity event. oh yes where the uh, Kate Air Center uh, the, the, which is a special needs uh, school uh, for kids it's an amazing place and their theater is called the Tom Arnold Theater which they've suffered it up but we raised <laughs> so much money and those roasts are something I found because we roasted Tish uh, 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 Jim Cameron uh, Bud and uh, uh, who else Stan Winston mm-hmm. oh my god that was a filthy one guys Yes, but but we raised billions of dollars every year. That was uh, thank you for doing that. It was my honor, and that was the year that Tony Clifton ruined it. The guy that <laughs> uh, played right. Tony Clifton, uh, Clifton oh, yes. came in and poured water on Talia Shire, and uh, Bud kept on going. Okay, we're good, we're good, and it just kept going and oh, going. God. He was he, he ruined it. Oh my God, that's right. Do you still do that? Uh, I do. You know, I do uh, many versions of. Obviously, I do a gala for Captain Carzone, and, and we do many. You know, that's the thing about Tom Arnold that people don't understand yeah. is you think of him as this buffoon, this clown, mm-hmm. this asshole. But <laughs> yeah. he's he's out there doing great yeah. things. Yeah. But for some reason, you've been a punchline uh, yeah. for the last twenty years. Yeah, but I don't Which care. Isn't, See, I, I care. But it doesn't. I don't care what people say. I don't care the trolls. I don't care. It. it, it that's what all this Trump stuff or whatever. It bothers me zero because you know again my kids. What they think and just keep moving. People can if I go on the internet and see what people say. They have they have a whole uh, there's a whole life going on that I'm apparently living and it's funny to me. Sometimes I'll get in there and mix it up with them because mm-hmm. they're talking about me like they know me. Like you know, talking about, I'm, like, I'm like guys, I can hear you. I can hear no no, and it's funny to me 
Because, you know, they always say, well, his 15 minutes. Well, you've been talking like this for 30 motherfucking years. Right. <laughs> it's hilarious to me. And, and But then we know this, the real world. We live on a planet that's in a solar system, that's in a galaxy, and we're that big. And every night, you know, my kids, we'd get on, we have a trampoline in front of the house, and we get on that thing. And at the end, we lay down and look up, and we got a telescope and a little. And, and we have a, even my kids have a pretty good idea about how small we are in this in this world. So... I, I I can't I think things used to bother me and, and boy it face to face if you got something here but to go to give it any more time out there you know the punchline thing right. and also it's weird what people if I think that if I go around going oh they that guy thinks I'm punchline that guy because people you know there are people that that I meet that really think highly of me that I be that I've done things in my career or in my life that means so much to them. So if I'm worried about these other people and this other stuff, I'm not giving credence to them. And that's the most important thing. If someone says, Hey, you, you did this thing for me, whatever. And this meant a lot to me. If I'm like, no, I didn't, you know, no, these guys think, no, no. So I, I've really tried to to focus on that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you're right. You're right. It's hilarious. That Tom Arnold, it's not 20 years. It's 30 years. 30 years, yeah. 35 years. Actually, I lied. The first time we met was at the Comedy Gallery in Minneapolis. Oh, my gosh. You and Roseanne came in and did oh a, a set on the week I was working there. Oh, my gosh. So it's way back. It was way, yeah, yeah. 80 90, yeah. 90, maybe 90. Yeah, so I, I mean, I could watch that. I remember that weekend, and I look at that guy, and I look at that stuff, and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, A, this guy's been around a long time. He's done a lot of shit. He's done amazing stuff. What a great opportunity. And, you know, some stuff worked and did it, but, you know, what a fun life. And now I'm sitting here, and I get to be with you guys, and I get to be a dad. It's crazy how fucking lucky I am. And uh, I love it when people say stuff because anytime I've confronted those people, it, it, it I feel terrible because, you know, look what look what opportunity us all of us here sitting here the opportunities we have. Yes, very lucky. So yeah, you know, if I said oh, I got to turn this thing around, I got to not be a punchline. But at the end of the day, you know, I'm on a long term plan. At the end of the day, I'm going to get it. Maybe it'll be Trump. Maybe it'll be whatever it is. It'll happen. It doesn't have to happen tomorrow, but, you know. All right. Maybe not, too. I got one more question about your TV show, then we'll talk about the movie, and then we will. this will end. When you approached Schwarzenegger in the parking lot. With Jacob. Let us, a little behind the curtain. Yeah. Produced? Or, like, was he in on it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, of course. Well, first of all, he had just had open heart surgery, like a major one. Like it was uh, it was the second scariest for me that he's had because he had one, you know, when they, they had to put a, uh, uh, a valve in, uh, I don't know how many years ago. It was pretty scary. And, uh, you know, he never likes to play that up. But, you know, he's uh, you know, when you get up in there at age, this was scary. He went in for a procedure, a scheduled procedure, and it was full open up and uh you know they made statement to the press but it was a couple days where people that love him were scared and that was maybe two and a half weeks before this oh goodness and uh of course the guys from vice are like hey can you get arnold to do it about go, are you not reading are you not reading the news they go they go how about tuesday 
I go, well, yeah, I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. My friend is in the, uh, I see, anyway, they, they're ghouls. Anyway, so so I call him, I'm like, dude, what you do? My First of all, he said he would do it. And then he started dodging me. He said he would do it on the weekend. Or this is the last weekend, you can do it. And he's like, yeah, talk to, to uh, yeah, we'll do it. We'll set it up. Call the house. And I'm like, call the house. And I know that the guy's there. I go, where is he? Well, he's, uh, yeah, we'll call, you know, they're like, hey, fucker, I'm going to come over there. We're going to set up. Anyway, so we go until the last minute. And then I get back. Okay, here's his idea. Because he he does, he's he's not, he's anti-Trump, but he's not Tom Arnold anti-Trump. He's like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to fix the environment. We're going to do gerrymandering. And I'm like, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to beat the shit out of him. And he's an asshole. But he has come more my way because after Helsinki, you know, he's like, you make those crazy videos, Tom. You're a crazy person. And then after Hels- Helsinki, where uh, Trump is basically sucking Putin's dick, he's like, I see, he does a video. He's like, Trump, you're a pussy. You know, and he, he didn't <laughs> yeah, even yeah. put his hair product in, so you can tell how bald he is. So, uh, so he's coming my way. So anyway, I get, I get a call. important to the story. You know, because you know, he does do his own stuff. And he's so, he's so, he's like, you know, it would be funny if this, if we do it like a scene from Two Lies and they pull up and you're hiding in a fucking dumpster. It's always some kind of shit thing for me. <laughs> and it's the last one. We have to have a shot by 2 o'clock on Monday. Okay. And of course, this is going to go down at 1.45 on Monday. Is there 1.45? You got to be done yeah. by 2. Yeah. And, uh, and, and the crew, the people uh, from Vice said, you got to tell us we got to get a permit. Where's it going to be? I go, I'm not going to, I'll tell you what he tells me, then you'll know. Well, you got to tell us that we got cast. I go, no, no, you're gonna be on. You're gonna be waiting by this. By this time, I've told. I'm just like fuck you guys. You be a waiter. I'll get a crew and I'll go film it with him. You know, they're just so weird. I think they they thought, well, this is a reality show, and Tom Arnold is the talent. I kept seeing that. I go, no, no, this is a reality show, but it's also a news show. And it's also and so I'm not the talent. I'm an executive producer too, guys. Read my contract, and you're gonna calm the fuck down. Mm-hmm. This is my friend. This is just a, there's, there's a human element to this. So we're going to take care of it. He'll let me know what he knows. And by the way, if I, by the way, this is when Roseanne got fired. And they're, they're like, we can't get a crew. I said, if I called the news right now and said, I'm going to give an interview on my front lawn about Roseanne getting fired for, for, for being a racist, I'd have 50 fucking crews here in, in a half hour. So don't tell me you can't get a motherfucking crew. I know how this works. <clears throat> anyway. I'm a professional. So he calls, and he makes it, me and Jacob go down there to his favorite restaurant. And, What's uh, Jacob's favorite restaurant, Tom? No, it's Arnold's. <laughs> and he's down there with that fucking, uh, what is that restaurant? Uh, you know, it's where he went after his, you know, he's very loyal. Oh, Arnold's favorite me. restaurant. And by the way, he's just, it's a restaurant in Santa Monica or Brentwood, wherever he felt. And by the way, he started working out. By the way, he's doing the Terminator 16 or whatever the fuck he's doing. <laughs> by the way, he's got to look good in this. Yeah. I've got to look shitty. Not a problem. He comes pulling up. First of all, I, I keep thinking everything was real. Uh, but I thought it was him. But oh, the other yeah. people, I did look like I've been in a dumpster. I'm pissed off that I had to fucking wait on this guy. So the attitude is real. I know he's setting it up like, I'm going to do the fucking, but I'm just not playing it. But I also love the guy. So when he pulls up and he starts his acting, you know, Tom, I'm going to let him get a couple fucking laughs. And I genuinely love the fucking dude. So we do the scene, and I get, you know, I want to let it play. First of all, he's doing my show. How fucking awesome is he? It's, it's awesome. He's, and he always does my show. And he always comes through for me. By the way, I always come through for him. You know? And so 
He does it, and then I'm like, yeah, yeah, fuck Trump, right? <laughs> I promise one thing. Dude, just don't say fuck Trump. I go, yeah, fuck Trump. But I love the guy, and, and he's amazing, and we do. It was supposed to be hilarious, his version of it. You know you will be in a dumpster. It did look like I had fucking dandruff all over. But notice how much bigger I am than him, too? Like, like, yes. Like, but I got his back. Let me tell you something. That dude, I got his back. It seems like, well, I'm the one he'd have my back. I got his back, you know. And I love the guy, and uh, he's an amazing dude. Like what can I say? Everything he ever dreamed, he accomplished. He came to America, 1968, with a pair of short shorts and a fucking stinky tank top, and ten bucks in his pocket. And he is a billionaire. He's a, he 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 goes out every day, and we give away ten thousand gifts to kids down in South Central on Christmas and the turkeys, and then he goes somewhere else mm-hmm. because he lives every day like he's running for president. That's a fact. He'll got. I mean, he does it, and he's not right, but that's how he does it. So. I admire him, and I love him, and he gets on my nerves. And you know, I'll tell you what, I was doing a podcast. It's a fact, too. I'm doing a podcast called Two Girls and Mike. It's a porn movie where they review a porn movie. They're very serious, guys. They're very, okay. very serious. And we were doing Who's David Palin, the Sarah Palin movie. So I had to watch it with David, my last assistant, which I didn't know if that was ethical. Uh, <laughs> but I didn't watch it with him, but I did it. In, I had to watch it at home. I thought that'd be better in the office. Who's David Palin still holds up? Made in 2008. <laughs> Sarah Palin. That can't be a real study. So Johnny these, Dangerously of Porn. Yeah, it is fantastic. <laughs> By the way, these women are very serious women. They, they like review it for cinematography and stuff, and they're very serious. Well, so I'm doing it in my home, and we're doing the podcast, and it's live also on the thing. Arnold FaceTimes me. I didn't know it was Arnold, to, and, he, and I, 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 I go to David. I, what do I do? I, what is happening here? And I have my iPad, and I go, I open it, and Arnold's like, Tom, would you meet me down to uh, the uh, the Hollenbeck uh, to give some turkeys out? And I said, yes, Arnold, I will. So he's in that podcast. He doesn't know it, but he's in a podcast about Sarah Palin's pornography. Yeah, right. I'm like, that's perfect, because he asked me at the last minute. He should have asked me to do it. This is Saturday before Monday. He should have called his buddy and said, Tom, I want to remind you we're giving out turkeys Monday of Thanksgiving week. But he did. He called me last minute like, Tom, I have to ask you at the last minute. And he's like, do you have any other celebrities? Is Dak Shepard available? He did that. <laughs> think of me and you. But he called me at the last minute. And I'm, I'm in the middle I'm of doing available. a porn podcast. So now Arnold Schwarzenegger is, a, is on a porn podcast. A daily payload, which is polit- could be politically charged, mm. and and I'm like, how funny is that? He doesn't even know it. That's another thing. He doesn't know. He doesn't. Yeah, you get away with a lot of shit. Yeah, he's not smart. <laughs> no, he's uh, very. Smart. All right, Tom Arnold's been our guest. Thank you guys. I think uh, we're all winded, right? We're all going to get through this, ladies. It's going to be okay. Elliot, you doing okay? I'm fine. All right, we're going to close it up. Garen, hello to you. All right, how to our cast. <laughs> um, the name of the movie is Dead Ant. Go and see it. It opens this Friday uh, on uh, demand as well as in the movies, uh, movie house and the cinemas. Any of that sentence make sense? Yeah, I get it. It's the new way of doing it. You put it out for people at home, and then you can see uh, it. Day and date, they call it. Sci-fi comedy. It truly is. If you like sci-fi, you like it. really is funny. It's All great. Right. And uh, Tom Arnold's in this thing. More importantly, he's our friend. We're always glad mm-hmm. he's here. Uh, go see this movie. More importantly, uh, it sounds like Schwarzenegger's a dummy. That's what I learned from this whole episode. Uh, Tom, thanks for being here. Thanks, buddy. On thanks, behalf buddy. of uh, the Pop Culture Beast, looking over there, there's Garen Cockrell. Lauren, Stacy. Captain Clunk back there. There's uh, Elliot Hopper, the Honcho Matt Belknap, our friend Tom Arnold. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten.
If you enjoy Never Not Funny, why not sign up for the Players Club? You get full video of every episode and an extra show every week when you become a member. Sign up now at podcast.com. John Lennon died in 1980, but decided to come back to life in 1984, and now he has a podcast called Questions for Lennon. So if you've got a query or need some life advice, you can listen to John Lennon, played by comedian Mike Hanford, team up with guests like Lauren Lapkus and Paul F. Tompkins to answer questions sent in by you, the listener. The new season of Questions for Lennon is out now exclusively on Stitcher Premium.